SureHealth has once again expanded its services to now offer pain management with Dr. Mina Salib. So Dr. Salib, explain pain management for me. Really pain management is a multimodal kind of picture that we look at the patient as a whole from pain that's been going on for a few weeks to pain that's been a decade or more. We're focused on an interventional aspect of the pain management. So is this achieved through surgery? For the most part, there's really no cutting. There's no incisions. So really it's a small fine needle using some local anesthetic. So patients are coming in that day and leaving that day most of these procedures, no sedation is required. So that's a nice part of it. To make an appointment with Dr. Mina Salib and Sure Pain Management, a referral is required from your primary care provider. To learn more about Dr. Salib and pain management at Sure Health, watch his video at sure.org. Sure Health. Better health. Better life. Are you sure? The WLEW Sports Network presents the MHSAA Tournament with Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. It's the rematch we've all been waiting for, and this time the district title is on the line. It's the Cass City Redhawks facing off with the Harbor Reach Pirates in the District 95 Championship. Good evening, folks, once again from the shores of Lake Huron in Harbor Beach, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. To the right of me, filling in for Steve Bone is Coach Mark Gainforth. Well, thanks for having me, Clark. I, Man, my competitive juices are going, and I'm, I'm kind of feeling like a coach or a fan or a player, and I just... Can't wait to get this going. Harbor Beach is the only team that has gotten the better of Cass City this season, and it happened three weeks ago on the very court in front of us this evening. My question, Mark, is can the Pirates strike gold twice, or will be the Red Hawks getting the last laugh tonight? That's kind of the million-dollar question tonight. Is there the revenge factor from Cass City going to be the difference, or is the confidence of the Harbor Beach Pirates winning the first time? could be a great matchup. Yes, indeed. Whoever it may be, the road to the Breslin Center will go on to the regional round, and it's the best of the West against the beasts of the East. Cass City and Harbor Beach fighting for the first piece of postseason hardware. So keep it locked on your hardwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com and now also in podcast in replay form. It's the WLW Sports Network being powered by Anchor Valley Services, Cass City and Harbor Beach for the district championship. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, and DS Services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Harbor Beach Community Hospital. Mackenzie Jewelers, if you don't know diamonds, know your jeweler. Bresky Side and Building Repair. The Michigan High School Athletic Association. Harbor Beach True Value. 
Bayport State Bank, ensure health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcasted Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction with the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. When the work week began, six teams were alive and all vying to get to this very point we're at tonight. Cass City and Harbor Beach were the respective one in two seeds, so they were set on opposite sides of the bracket and given first round buys, while Lakers, Bad Axe, Caro, and USA all started duking it out on Monday. The Tigers and Patriots took the floor first, and the red, white, and blue came out firing, but Caro erased a halftime deficit and cruised to a 14 point victory over USA. Sophomore Connor McGarry led the attack with 14 points, while Evan Langmaid and Valen Buniak each ended up with 12. Then the second game on Monday featured Bad Axe and Lakers. The Hatchets entered with an 11-game losing streak, and it finished the night extending that to 12, with the Lakers winning by 19 points, 56-37. It was Leighton Crone's first game back in eight games, but it was sophomore Caden Caravu who led the way with 21 points, and freshman Lucas Wainer at 14. That brought the total teams down to just four in District 95, with Cass City facing off with Carroll and then Lakers against Harbor Beach. On Wednesday, it was a night filled with low-scoring affairs, both winning teams scoring just 43 points and allowed 32 and 31 points, respectively, on defense. Cass City led all the half at the half, actually, by five over Carroll and extended that to 11 points by the end of regulation. Carter Patrick dropped 20 points with over half coming from free throws, while Carroll's Jaden Buniak led the way for, with the 10 points for the Tigers. The second game on Wednesday was an interesting one. Harbor Beach entered the evening not having played a basketball game in nearly two weeks, and frankly, it showed. Lakers would jump out to a 12-2 lead halfway through the first quarter and would lead 17-9 after eight minutes of play. But then from that point, through halftime and then another two minutes into the third quarter, Lakers would not score a single point. The Lakers would take advantage of that lead at halftime by seven, and at the end of the third by 11 finishing the night with a 12-point victory and setting up tonight's district final. And someone who has been around just a few different district titles and finals, 18 finals to be precise, with 14 district titles taking home, would be Mark Gainforth, who's been with us all week and filling in for Steve Bone for the next few rounds. Mark, welcome to the broadcast. Well, thanks. I'm, again, I'm glad to be here. Um, we had <laughs> talked about this on Monday or Wednesday how both teams will probably struggle out of the gate, yeah. Cass City, or yeah, Cass City and Harbor Beach, and as predicted, they both did. But I think their defense is what has carried them here tonight, and I think that's what we're going to expect tonight. For the regular season, we had one game in particular circled since the 2024 campaign began back in late November, and that was Cass City at Harbor Beach back on February 9th. It resulted in a 12-point victory for the Pirates, who had one of the most impressive defensive efforts we've seen in quite some time. Now, 21 days later, we're treated to a rematch on the same court with the stakes even higher. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. Um, We would consider Harbor Beach being the younger team, and even though there's pressure on players to play, most of these guys understand it might be the last game of their year, but not of their career, where Cass City is coming in here, and there's a much different feeling as a veteran team and having a a number of seniors. This could be the last game of their career, and I think those two mental um, aspects of the game is going to play big tonight. 
And of course, we're broadcasting from our Anchor Valley Services courtside seats here in Harbor Beach, Michigan, the host of District 95. My name, Clark Ramsey, your host for 13 seasons now at the WLW Sports Network. To my right, Mark Gainforth filling in for Steve Bone, who is gone to warmer temperatures for the next week. And then to our far right would be our producer and statistician, as, as, as requested, our statistician, that would be Hunter Bone, son of Steve Bone. And this does go to prove that uh, intelligence, looks, and everything advance with every generation. So, Hunter, welcome to our broadcast team as well. Thank you. You, you lost it. me there on the last part. Hunter, looks, intel- what was that again? Uh, uh, looks, intelligence, oh, everything okay. is better. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I was going to say, you're staying, sure I mean, you've fits. seen Steve. Well, that's what I'm I'll it, take the know. looks. I'll yeah, okay, looks. all right. Uh, but uh, you actually filled in, uh, what, four years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was about uh, three or four years ago, and it was, uh, I actually got to see, I think it was Cassidy Carter. USA. I think it was I think it was Cass City Lakers. Oh, that's yep. what it is. But it was been uh, Carter, I believe, was a sophomore or a freshman. So it's really cool to come full circle and see him now as a senior and uh, a grown man. So uh, Now you're uh, the JV coach for USA. Yep. And yep. Uh, season went pretty well. Yeah, yep. We're, we're improving. Um, again, we, we preach uh, progression over perfection. So uh, we're, we're wow. trying to get there. Keep, that's keep deep. working. That's deep. i got to write that down. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, write down. That's a Just good one of the few, uh, wow. few uh, quotes I've learned as a coach. Okay, so I yeah. think you've heard that a few times you at didn't home. Hear, yeah, you didn't hear No, he didn't hear No, that's true. No, no, not from home. No, heard a few <laughs> other things there. But it's uh, time for a short break. When we return, we'll take a look at the away team tonight. That would be the Cass City Redhawks, the number one seed of District 95, and trying to get the last laugh over the Harbor Beach Pirates in the District 95 District Final from Harbor Beach, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Listen to the WLW Sports Network in more ways than ever before. Tune to Sports Radio 1021. Download the Cruise 102 app on your Apple or Android device. Listen live worldwide at WLWSports.com and also now in replay form on our website. Just go to WLWSports.com. Click on the Replays tab and you can listen to every broadcast we've had commercial-free with a complete stat in box score summary. That's at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth with your call tonight. Also in our booth, that would be Hunter Bone, producer and statistician, filling in. It takes apparently two men to replace Steve Bone, who's uh, moved to warmer climates for the next seven days. The Kansas City Red Hawks and Harbor Beach Pirates in the District 95 final from Harbor Beach, Michigan. The Kansas City Red Hawks enter tonight with a 22-1 record. Their only loss happens to be their opponent tonight on the very court here tonight. On the Greater Thumb West, they finish 12-0. Back-to-back Greater Thumb West champions. Last year, they had to share it with Lakers. This year, they are the outright title, not losing in divisional play. And Aaron Fernald, and his 18th total year of being head coach. In that time, he's gone 231 in 151. That's a 605 batting average. His fourth appearance in the finals in 2008-2009. Last year in 2023, winning it. And again, this year in 2024. The Red Hawks of Kansas City are at the top of the conference in a lot of columns, and that includes on offense. They're averaging 57.6 per game, the best offense in the entire Caritham Conference, in just two-tenths of a point better than Harbor Beach's offense. On defense, they have the second-best defense in the Caritham Conference, allowing 41.6 points per game. That's pretty darn good, and second only to Harbor Beach by 1.6 points. 
Average margin of victory for the Red Hawks. That'd be 16 points in the black in their favor. And that's the second largest differential in the conference with Hover Beach at the top. Cassidy enters tonight with a seven-game winning streak, dating back to Valentine's Day when they beat Reese to clinch the Greritham West title. Perhaps there was some extra motivation in that game against the Rockets because just the Friday before, the Red Hawks were handed their first and only loss of the season by the Harbor Beach Pirates. It's been quite the clip for the last two years, actually, for Cass City. They have just four losses in the last two seasons to go along with 43 wins in the last two years. Now with some veteran players, including four-year starter and leading scorer for all four years, Carter Patrick, Cass City is looking to defend their district title tonight. Yeah, we after the game, Craig, I, I don't know if you remember, we were talking. It's Clark, but it's fine. I, I'm sorry, yeah. Clark. <laughs> Did I say Craig? You said Craig. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. It's okay. Um, we wondered about the win streak, and, you know, when you end a win streak, how the team would react. Yeah. And Cassidy's reacted exactly how Coach Fernald would want them to react. A seven-game win streak. Um, they're playing with a lot of intensity. Uh, and Carter Patrick is kind of left off. Uh, from that game and really has led his team with to the seven-game winning streak. Now, Hunter Bone, you've been on the both sides of long winning streaks as well as ending winning streaks. What's it like to bounce back from a loss like that in the motivation for the rest of this, for the season? Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, I'm sure Cass City, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what, what game of the year was it, about 15 around there? Yeah, somewhere there. around there, yeah. Yep, they, you know, they probably had that, uh, that mindset, you know, we're trying to go undefeated. Um, and one night it might have got away from them. But uh, honestly, their their senior leadership that that tells me a lot about that. Just their their bounce back seven straight. Um, and again, like my dad always said, as a coach and as a player, you never want to get too high. You're never as good as you think you are, and you never want to get too low and be. You're never as bad as you think you are. So they've done a really good job of staying even. Well, for his career, Carter Patrick has scored 1,528 points, which, as you'd expect, is a school record. For over a third of those points have come in his senior year, scoring 543 this season for an average of 23.6 points per game. That not only leads the team, but also the entire conference. That accounts for 41% of Cassidy's entire offense. And after Patrick, Tyler Kumper is averaging 5.7. Mason Nevick is scoring 5.1 per game, while Trent Patrick and Matt Mellendorf are both coming off the bench and adding 5.1 and 4.9 points, respectively. Then you have the defensive specialist Cohen Sherman and big man Carson Anthos each chipping in four points. Yeah, people don't realize how difficult it is to score points consistently in high school. First of all, got to be really skilled, and Carter's done a really nice job of staying focused. I mean, he's getting everybody's best shot every game, uh, doubles and triple teams, and um, I think the focal point tonight, whether somebody else can step up, because – uh, you know, it, it looks like it's wearing on him a little bit, the pressure and, the, and just the mileage he's got on yeah, his no body from the, from the whole season, from his career, actually. Well, the district title is on the line, and after the break, we'll look at Cassidy's foe tonight, as well as the host of District 95, the Hover Beach Pirates. It all tips off in just 29 minutes, so keep it locked on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. It's perhaps one of the best nights of basketball in the entire calendar. The District 95 Championship 
and it's the best of the West against the beast of the East. The Greater Thumb West champions against the Greater Thumb East champions. And certainly the top two defenses against the top two offenses. Well, let's talk about the Harbor Beach Pirates, the host tonight. They entered tonight with a 20-3 overall record. They have now won nine in a row in 14 of their last 15 games. In the Greater Thumb East, they finished 11-1. They won the East title with a four-game lead. Their only loss in divisional play in actually all the conference of Greater Thumb Conference, Marlette. Head coach for the Pirates would be Ron Rubel. In 31 years at the helm, since 1994, he's gone 431 in 233. as a 649 batting average. His 13th district final appearance as a coach, bringing home five titles. The Pirates of Harbor Beach have been in the top two slots for production all season. On offense, they're averaging 57.4 per game. That's the second best in the entire Curitham Conference and just two-tenths of a point behind Cass City. On defense, they're allowing just 40 points flat per game. That's the top of the conference in 1.6 better than Cass City. And they have just six games where they have allowed opponents to score over 50 points. Average margin of victory as a result is in their favor by 17.4 points. That's the top of the league in 1.4 better than the Red Hawks. Harbor Beach may be known for their star on offense, Benson Harper, but it's been the defensive effort that has really turned the tide for the Pirates this season. Even on off nights, Harbor Beach is using their defense to find ways to win games that previously would have been the other way and perhaps even losses. However, one of those losses was an ugly one, no matter, way, no matter how you try to exploit it. 15 points on the road to Marlette back on January 29th. But the good news is, for the Pirate faithful, Harbor Beach has not looked back since, rattling off nine straight wins, including a 43-31 comeback victory on Wednesday over Lakers after a 12-day hiatus. Yeah, and I've been around for 24 of Ron's 31 years. Yeah. And I can honestly say this is one of his best defensive teams he's ever had. I concur with, yeah. And they're young. So that's quite an accomplishment for that team. And their best player is a sophomore. So they have a lot of things going for themselves. And, uh, again, let's see if they can put that energy and that competitiveness in this game tonight. And Hunter, Hunter Bone, what difference does it make for a team that can rely and lean on their defense more than just making sure you have to score more points than the other team? How oh, huge is that? That, that means everything. Um, again, like you hear the old adage, Defense wins championships. It truly does. And defense travels. You know, anytime, anytime shooting can be inconsistent. You can miss every shot you take. You don't feel like anything can go in. But if you're defending, rebounding, and running the floor, getting stops, getting steals, I mean, it, it leads to easy baskets, but it also just creates offensive energy. You know, you start getting some stops, guys diving on the floor, guys taking a charge, stuff like that. That stuff carries over to the offensive side as well. So that that's huge. Defense travels and defense forces travels yes, as well. Yep. And much like Lakers, Carroll, and Badax, Harbor Beach is led by a sophomore. Benson Harper already has 772 points in his short career so far and is posting an average of 22.2 per game this season. Jack Fisher is the next leading scorer. He's a senior with 7.6 points. But one of the keys for Harbor Beach has been their bench play with Ron Rubel not afraid to quickly sub in Skylar Cruz and Andrew Caban, both sophomores, who are combining for 12 points. Cruz at 7, Caban at 5.1, and you throw in Dustin Emmerich's 5.5 points, and you have a lot of weapons for opposing defenses to try and contain. Yeah, we can tell, talk all night about Benson Harper as a sophomore averaging 22 points. Again, what an accomplishment for a young player, but he doesn't play young. Um, as far as everybody else stepping up, 
Uh, Bisher has probably gone missing the last four, five, six, ten games for Harbor Beach. I expect as a senior he can step up tonight, but the other guys as well um, getting a lot of minutes during the year. Um, so they're used to this and they're at home. They should step up also. It's time for a short break in the WLW Sports Network. Up next, we'll analyze the tale of the tape between the Pirates and the Red Hawks. So keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWsports.com. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Sports Radio 1021, you name it, we're here. Eric Glass is in the house, head coach for the Bad Axe Hatchets. We've seen a lot of folks who have, frankly, no other connection to this game other than they want to see a good game in front of us, and that's why I love the district championship boys, especially this season. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape between Cassidy and Harbor Beach. Cassidy has just one loss in the entire 2024 season, coming against Harbor Beach on February 9th, with Harbor Beach winning 57-45. Since then, the Red Hawks have exclusively gotten back to their winning ways, snaking six straight victories ever since, winning by an average of 17 points per contest ever since. Cassidy beat Carroll on Wednesday for the third time this year by 11 points, but that was the second lowest offensive effort for the Red Hawks this season with just 43 points. Yeah, besides having the slow start on, in, in, you know, they had a bye on Monday, but we've talked about Carter Patrick maybe slowing down, fatigued, injured, and a uh, little concerned about, you know, his strength going into the game tonight. We need the other Cassidy scores, uh, Trent Patrick, Matt Mellendorf, and Mason Nevick, maybe to step up to take the burden off of him tonight. No, I agree, and... Again, like we said, he's been asked to do so much this year. I mean, his, his offensive output will show you that. Um, but he's not just a kid that's scoring 23 a game. I mean, he's, he's an emotional leader. He's a verbal leader. He defends. He, he rebounds. He does everything this team needs him to do. Um, but, again, it'll be really interesting to see whether he's slowed down at all. Um, he's he's going to dig deep tonight, and I oh, think he's going to give it all he's got for potentially his last game as a Red Hawk. And last time that Harbor Beach and Cassidy played, Carter Patrick ended up with 19 points but not attempt a free throw in that game. Harbor Beach is now 11-1 in their home gym and as such is the case tonight. Their only loss at home was to Croslex back on December 4th last year, falling by five points. What might be the most strange part, though, Harbor Beach actually scores less when they play at home. They score less when they play at home. The Pirates average 58 points on the road, 56 at home. You'd think that'd be the other way around. But their defense gets turned up to an 11 at home, giving up 46 on the road and then just 34 on their home court. Harbor Beach has not lost in 32 days since losing to Marlette back on January 29th. Yeah, people don't know this because we got here an hour or so, but I lifted Hunter up and we, <laughs> we, we took the, the level on the rim. Uh-huh. And it's not level, so yeah. maybe that explains that stat. Could be, could be. That's just a rumor, but we, Hunter, you could you read the level all right, wasn't that? My eyes think? my eyes showed me it was up a little bit. Yeah, As so, a player, I'd be saying something. Yeah, so anyway, um, if you really think about tonight's game, this is the third time Cass City has played on this floor. 
Um, True. So is it really a home for advantage tonight? I'm not sure. I, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know either. Head-to-head, you won't find two teams closer in their offensive and defensive averages. On offense, Cass City has a razor-thin advantage over Harbor Beach, scoring 1.6. Excuse me, scoring 57.6 to the Pirates' 57.4. A difference between the two teams, just two-tenths of a point in favor of the Red Hawks, Cass City by .2 of a point. On defense, by comparison, it's a landslide. But not really. 1.6 is all that separates Harbor Beach and Cass City's defenses. The Pirates giving up just 40 points per game with the Red Hawks at 41.6. Harbor Beach on defense by 1.6 points. So, statistically, if by going by stats and stats alone, it's Harbor Beach by 1.4 points. Las Vegas has Cass City favored by a half a point. That's it. A half a point, according to Las Vegas. Pick'em. It's a pick'em. And winner takes on either Brown City or KPAC in the regional semifinal hosted by Bad Axe. Regionals are hosted by Bad Axe next week's semifinals on Tuesday with the Region 24 Championship on Thursday. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest miles from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley at Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads while its current standings are Steve Bone and Mark Gainforth combining for seven wins. Clark Ramsey with two, Las Vegas with two. And Mark, you would typically go first, but I'm putting Hunter Bone on the spot with his prediction first. Does this go in place of my dad's? No, this is your. Okay. You're playing for a gold star. Tonight. All right, I'm going to take the beach. I'm okay. Take Harbor Beach tonight. And what's do you have a score? Um, I think I, th- I think it's going to be relatively low scoring for the talent of the two teams. Um, I I got it in the 50s. Mark's got it in the 40s. He's telling me not to take his pick, but I'm I'm going to go Harbor Beach 51, uh, Cass City 47. 51 to 47, so Harbor Beach by four points, according to Hunter Bone. That's the younger, the, the son of Steve Bone. Mark Gainforth, what do you have? Uh, you know, we talked about being a younger team and an older team, and I still always take the older team, especially with the experience they've had in the tournament run from last year and playing in the regional. Um, so I'm going to take Cass City 46 to 43, just because the rims are off. 46 to 43, so a low-scoring affair again. Yeah. So Mark Gainforth taking Cass City by three points, and I'm taking Cass City by one point. Cass City 51, Harbor Beach 50. And I'll explain the significance of that in our next break here. Current standing: Steve Mark, Steve and Mark combined for seven. Clark Ramsey two in Las Vegas too. And we'll return as we are just 10 minutes away from tipping off the District 95 Championship hosted by Harbor Beach right here on the WLW Sports Network. Listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey, Mark Gainforth, and Hunter Pone with your call tonight from center court at our Egan Valley Services courtside seats. It's a full gymnasium here in Harbor Beach, Michigan. As you'd expect, the top two teams of the Greer Thumb Conference going head to head, and this time it's win or go home, and the district title is on the line. Let's throw it now back all the way to 1974. On March 9th, 1974, that is eight days short of exactly 50 years from tonight, 
Cass City hosted the local district and is supposed to be Harbor Beach's district to win. The Red Hawks led after the first quarter 14-9, but the Pirates outscored Cass City in the second quarter 12-9 to make it a two-point ball game at halftime in favor of the District 80 host, Cass City. At that time, at halftime, is Cass City 23, Harbor Beach 21. The third quarter was more of the same, but Cass City pulled away in the fourth quarter back in 1974, outscoring Harbor Beach 26-18 to win by 12 points, 66-54. That's the last time Cass City and Harbor Beach faced off in the district final. Cassidy was led by a sophomore. Sounds familiar. Ken Lowe, who scored 16 points and followed closely by Nick Gibbis with 15, and Scott Hartle finished with 14 points. Jerry Toner tallied 12 points, and Dave Hilliker rounded out the scoring with 9 points for the Red Hawks. Hopper Beach was paced by a young man by the name of Ron Rubel. Yes, the head coach for the Pirates, the lead scorer in 1974, with 17 points. Terry Wojciechowski added 10 points in the loss for the Pirates. And if I know Ron Rubel at all, and I'm confident he has not forgotten that loss 50 years later. That was the same night Mark Gainforth scored 22 points for the USA Patriots as they secured a district title over Lakers 71-65 in Vassar. You know, I don't know if you people realized back then that was the era of no three-point line and tight shorts. Uh, remember that? Well, some things haven't changed for Something, you. Well, maybe. Yeah. I don't know why he's picking on me tonight, Hunter. <laughs> it's whoever sits in that seat. So yeah. anyway, the ironic part about that, we played against Harbor Beach that year, in, in, like most years, and we lost to Cass City in the regional final that year. Um, and I remember the score. I'd like to forget that game. And I know they went on a 22 to nothing run or something on us. So, wow. Uh, that was a, that was pretty a heck of a... That kind of made the difference in the game. And you I, said yeah. that, that was the year Cassidy made it all the way to the quarterfinals? The quarterfinals, they lost to Bay City All Saints, who was the state champion. And the following year, we lost to All Saints in the regional final, and they won the state championship back-to-back. Well, there go the Cougars, as their bus says when you're driving down the road. In March 12, 1970, that's the only other time that Cassidy and Harbor Beach have faced off in the finals. So 1970, 1974, and 2024. On 1970, that was March 12th, Cassidy played host in 1970 as well and were leading entering the fourth quarter, but Harbor Beach's Don Nowiski hit a free throw with 40 seconds left in regulation, which was the difference maker to win by one point, 56-55. Harbor Beach came out hot in 1970 and actually led 18-10 at the end of the first quarter, but Cassidy would outscore the Pirates in the second quarter, 20-13 to trail by just one point at halftime. The Red Hawks would pull ahead, actually, in the third quarter by two points, 44-42. to That lead stuck for the majority of the fourth quarter up until one minute and 20 seconds remaining when Rich Miller fouled out and Harbor Beach led by three points before Cassidy would score with 10 seconds left to make it a one-point ballgame. Don Nowiski for the Pirates finished with 21 points and was the only score in double digits for Harbor Beach. Ron Barkley added nine and Doug Schock scored at eight points. Joe Hilliker led Cassidy with 19 points, followed by Rob Alexander with 11. In that ballgame, an estimated 1,500 people packed the pit of Cassidy, and that victory would mark Harbor Beach's last district title for 29 years, a drought that would finally come to an end in 1999 when Harbor Beach hosted districts in Harbor Beach. We weren't here, and we haven't been in Harbor Beach for districts since 2016. Let's look it up. Yes, 2016, and that was a thriller. USA and Badax going into overtime. USA taking out the undefeated Badax hatches 50-47 to in extra innings. Mark Gainforth coach, Hunter Bone on that squad is just a sophomore. 
I'm, I'm catching a trend here. Sophomores making a difference in the postseason. We'll see if that holds true tonight. We'll see if, uh, well, the last matchup between Harper and, and Patrick, uh, Harper had 31, and I think Carter had 19. 19. Yes, so combining for 50 points. That might get flipped tonight. I, I, I'm not sure it will, but I think I think Cassidy's probably intention is to do what um, Harbor Beach did to them with game before. Well, the only room available here in Harbor Beach is directly behind the Harbor Beach student section. I actually thought about this. Uh, in order to uh, save space, we could move the Cassidy student section behind the Harbor Beach student section. What, what possibly could go wrong by putting the two student sections together? You know, that's like people storming the court now. you got the winning team or the losing team on the floor when the winning team fans come on. It's not a, not a good mixture. I've been in the middle of those in a mascot suit, and it is scary. It is beyond scary, actually. So I feel their pain there as well. It's the District 95 semi, or not the semifinals anymore. It is the finals. Two teams remain in District 95. The Cassidy Redhawks, the defending district champions, went on another game after that. Lost to Beecher in a tough one in USA, the regional host last year. Harbor Beach trying to get their first district championship since 2013. Now we listen in to the public address announcer here and the playing of our national anthem, the Star Swingle Banner before our District 95 championship. Let's now meet our starting lineups for both squads between the Harbor Beach Pirates and the Kansas City Red Hawks here on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. The Kansas City Red Hawks coached by Aaron Fernald in his 18th year at the helm, 2002 to 2009, then again from 2012 to 2015, and then 2019 to present. He also coached girls basketball in there. The man's done it all. And he has Tyler Kumper starting for him, a six foot one senior. Number three, he averages 5.7 per game. Cohen Sherman, defensive specialist, acting point guard for the squad. He's a 5'10 senior. He averages four points a game, and his presence is much larger than just those four points. He's number five. Carson Anthus, the tall glass of water down low, a six foot five junior, now averaging four points a game. He's number 11. Mason Nevick, a six-foot-one junior, nice-looking shot in the short corners. He's number twelve. He averages five point one. And Carter Patrick, the leading scorer for the entire conference, 
A six-foot senior, leading scorer for Cassidy for four straight years, has over 1,500 points in his career. He's number 25 and averaging 23.6 points per game. Carter Patrick, the son of Al Patrick, and, of course, uh, just an unbelievable athlete and even better character. The Harbor Ridge Pirates, coached by Ron Rubel for 31 years since 1994. He's gone 431 victories with 233 losses. Benson Harper, leading scorer for this team, a six-foot sophomore, number 10, averages 22.2 points per game. Jack Bisher, a 5'11", 5'11", senior, number 12, a set, averages 7.6 points per game. That's Jack Bisher. Dustin Emmerich, a 5'11", junior on the wing, a 5.5 5, 5 points for him. He's number 22. Seth Nowiski, a 6'2", senior, averages a point and a half. And he's number 34. And Jax Mugunsi, 6'3", junior. He's number 42, averages 3.3 per game. Skylar Cruz and Andrew Kaman come off the bench, averaging 12 points collectively. Mark Gameforth, any of the initial thoughts here before we tip things off for the District 95 Championship? You know, I don't expect a slow start today by both teams. No, I think there's a lot of motivation I think here. there's a lot of motivation. I think everybody is pumped and ready to go. So I think we're going to have a fast start, or at least we hope to. Harbor Beach in their home, white uniforms, Cassidy, the road, Maroons, and the tip is won by Tyler Cumper and the Red Hawks. And Cohen Sherman will bring the ball up right to left across your radio to start out District 95 championship game. Cohen Sherman dribbles inside, kicks it over to the left corner, and Mason never goes down baseline, loses footing, and that's going to be a travel as he went down to his forearm, and Cade Walsh calls the travel. Cade Walsh, Mike Brown, and Chad Aberski are officials tonight for this championship game. Harbor Beach brings the ball up. Benson Harbor acting point guard. Top of the key. Cassidy come out in his zone defense. Seven and a half to play in the first quarter. No score. Bisher to Emmerich around the perimeter to Benson Harbor left wing. Gets a screen from Smiglinski. Dribbles all the way around to the right wing and throws it right out of bounds. Intended for Jack Bisher. Bisher wasn't ready for it. Flies right into the bench of Cassidy. Both teams with one turnover. It looks like Cassidy's going to mimic the defense that Harbor Beach played against them the first time, putting a lot of pressure on Mr. Harper. No shots attempted yet. We played 45 seconds. Inside Cumper to the opposite block. Inside to Carson Anthus. And there's the first point. And it goes to Cassidy with 7.13 remaining in the first quarter. It is 2-0. Cassidy leading Harbor Beach. Benson Harper, top of the key. Having trouble here so far with his zone. Into the high post of Nowiski. Nowiski back out to Benson Harper. He slashes to the right elbow. Takes the jump shot. And this is smooth as silk. And Benson Harper ties it two, game, two points apiece. 6.49 left in the first quarter. Here comes Cohen Sherman, wasting no time. Benson Harper guarding him at the right wing. Inside to Carson Anthos goes up strong. This does not have the touch. Rebound Mason Nevick, and this one's blocked by Bisher. Brought in by Nowiski, fighting his waist, and throws it right into the hands of Cumper. Second turnover. Here's Carter Patrick for three. No, but long, but Cohen Sherman brings in the rebound. Mason Nevick at the left elbow, inside the paint, back out to Carter Patrick. Pump fakes at the top of the key, being guarded by Dustin Emmerich into the hands of Sherman. Dustin Emmerich guarding him now. Over to the right wing to Mason Nevick. Back up to Sherman. 6.15 left in the first. Inside underneath the defense. Goes up Tyler Kumper in for two points. Tyler Kumper, he has two. And Cassidy has four points. 6.07 remaining in the first quarter. 4-2. Cassidy in Harbor Beach. Benson Harper into the high post to Nowiski. Nothing there. Back out to Harper. He takes a three. It's good. Benson Harper with five, all five points for the Pirates, and they lead for the first time tonight. 5.48 left in the first quarter. 
Mason Nevick dribbles into the short corner, kicks it back out to Sherman to reset the offense. Carter Patrick goes to the left wing. Sherman starts to penetrate, passes in the corner. Nevick goes down baseline, picks it up just outside the left block. Skip pass to the right wing, to the right corner. Back out to Carter Patrick. Into the corner again, Kumper to Carlin Sherman. Cassidy slowing things down now. Tyler Kumper, or excuse me, Mason Nevick takes the 18-footer, and this one is good, finds the bound of the basket, and Cassidy leads now. 6-5, 5-19 remaining in the first quarter. It looks like Cassidy is trying to get their other players, their other uh, scores involved, and it's working. Inside to Jack Skoglinski, and Seth Nowitzki couldn't hang on to it from the get-go, and he ends up throwing it out of bounds. That is turnover number three for Harbor Reach, and Seth Nowitzki sits down, as does Jack Smiglinski. No, Jack Bisher. Smiglinski is going to stay yeah. in. No. Andrew Caban and Skyler Cruz I would check in for the Pirates. Five minutes left in the first quarter, 6-5. to five. Cassidy leading by one point in Harbor Beach. Good start from Cassidy especially. Cohen Sherman at the right wing, top of the key to Carter Patrick. Starts his dribble against Emmerich, Green retreats to the left wing. Still dribbling, now he penetrates. 17-footer is up, and it's good. A smooth-looking shot for Carter Patrick. Cassidy now onto the largest lead at three, eight to five. Four and a half to play in the first quarter. Caban inside down to the low post to Smiglinski. Goes up. This one's rejected by the rim. And rebound brought in by Cass City. Cohen Sherman to Mason Nevick in transition. Goes up. It's blocked by Cruz into the hands of Benson Harper. Harper pushing tempo. It's four on four. Now Benson Harper slows things down. Now dribbles all the way down to the baseline. Goes reverse. Mikan in for two points from Benson Harper. He has all seven points for the Pirates. Eight to seven. Four ten remains in the first quarter. Eight to seven. Cassidy by one point. Cohen Sherman dribbles to the left wing. Andrew Kaman guarding him from a distance, feeding into Carter Patrick in the short corner, left baseline. Against Emmerich, trying to cut off baseline, he goes around it. Into the right corner, it's tipped into the hands of Nevick at the top of the key, the left wing. Cohen Sherman pump fakes, now he takes a three, and it's good! Harbor Reach lets Cohen Sherman stand out there, and he makes him pay. It's now a four-point lead, 3.45 left in the first quarter. 11-7. to seven. Five different scores for Cass City so far. Dustin Emmerich takes the three for Pirates. Long rebound brought in by Tyler Kumper. All momentum on the side of the Red Hawks. And Cohen Sherman then knocks it out, and it's knocked out by a white jersey, according to the officials. It's going to be Cass City ball, far sideline of your radio. Now officials are discussing with Cohen Sherman, looking to tell him to uh, perhaps uh, stop the extracurricular communications. 11-7, Cassidy leading by four points over Harbor Beach. Three minutes and 20 seconds left in the first quarter. Cohen Sherman gets a double screen to the left. Dribbles to the left wing, nothing there. Andrew Caban guarding him. Now he dribbles in and passes it off to Mason Nevick against Caban. Back out to Sherman. Sherman left wing, he made a three here just a moment ago. He does not take it this time. Back out. New man in, or Tyler Kumper. Blue shoes, those are new shoes tonight for him. And gives it back to Sherman. Sherman to Carter Patrick. To the right wing to Kumper. To Sherman again at the right wing. Taking their time. Carter Patrick gets it in the corner. Now starts his dribble against Emmerich. Back out to Sherman. 11-7. Cassidy by four. Opposite block. In nice move there for Carson Anthus. He has four. 11. And now makes it 13. 2.37 remains in the first quarter. Cassidy by six points. Benson Harper trailing by six on hole at home. Skyler Cruz at the free throw line, starts his dribble, one dribble, takes the jump shot. This is blocked by Kumper into the hands of Nevick. Here comes Cass City, and he can't hang on to it. We're going to have a push 
and rightfully so, goes against Dustin Emmerich. That is his first and the first foul of this entire game. Yeah, Cass City's done a nice job of getting everybody involved on the offense. And Hubbard Beach actually has been in a man the last several possessions, and it still hasn't stopped the offensive efficiency of the Red Hawks. 13 points for Cassidy, 7 for the Pirates. 2 minutes, 18 seconds remain in the first quarter. Top of the key, Kumper flashed down to Carter Patrick and stipped away and saved by Anthus and now finally brought in by Skylar Cruz and thrown off of Anthus. And Skylar Cruz and Carson Anthus are chomping at each other. Carson Anthus, he knows better than that. 2.08 left in the first quarter. Turnover, Cassidy, and it'll be Harvard Reach Ball. 13-7, Cassidy by six points. Pirates get it 90 feet from their own hoop. Let's see if Harbor Beach is going to run something other than uh, the Harper jump shot or drive here. They trail by six points. Benson Harper inside over to the corner. Jack Fisher just checked in a moment ago, replaced McGlinsky. Down to the short corner for Harper on the baseline. And that one's good as well. He has all the points. He has nine. Cassidy with 13, a minute 51 remains. The answer is no. The answer is no. <laughs> and why should you? If it ain't broke, why fix it? Cohen Sherman at the free throw line dribbles back out to the top of the key to reset the offense. 13 to 9. 135 left in the first. Sherman at the left wing gives it to Carter Patrick. Dribbles to his left. Caban comes out and meets him, picks up his dribble. Back out to Sherman. He penetrates at the free throw line, swinging around the perimeter over to Mason Nevick in the corner against Benson Harper. Nevick back out to Sherman. Sherman to the left wing to Carter Patrick against Emmerich. Minute 20 left in the first. 13-9, Cassidy by four. Substitutions coming here in the next dead ball for Cassidy. Carter Patrick gets a screen from Anthos. Takes the three, top of the key. It's good! Carter Patrick with five. 16-9, Cassidy by seven points. A minute eight remains in the first. Benson Harper, all the offense for Harbor Beach. He has nine points. Over to the left wing to come on. Top of the key to the high free throw line. That would be Skylar Cruz. One dribble, takes the jump shot, and this is good. First points not named Benson Harper for the Pirates. Out 16 to 11, 46 seconds left in the first quarter. Five point lead for the Red Hawks. Cohen Sherman going for last shot here. 25, 35 seconds left in the first quarter. Wild first quarter. Great defense, great offense so far in this ballgame. Cassidy on track to score 64 points tonight. Have a reach at 44. 15 seconds left. Cohen Sherman just dribbling aimlessly at midcourt. Going for last shot. I wonder who they're going to try and get it to. Carter Patrick at the right wing now has it about 25 feet from the hoop. Starts his dribble. Gets a screen from Sherman. Over to the right side. Left wide open for the three. It's short. Tyler Cumber gets the put back. It's no good at the end of the quarter. And it remains a five-point lead for the Cass City Red Hawks over the Harbor Beach Pirates. Cass City 16, Harbor Beach 11 after eight minutes of play. First quarter and Cassidy leads by five points, 16 to 11. And we have a foul as Harvey Reach inbounds over to Andrew Gabon. And Cohen Sherman picked up his first personal and the first foul for Cassidy this evening, actually. It's actually an interesting strategy by Harvard Beach. They played a matchup zone the first time around, and, and they're basically playing man 
Uh, we'll see if they switch out of it here to start the second quarter. Benson Harper with all but two points for Harbor Beach in this game so far. Harbor Beach with 11, Benson Harper at 9. Cassidy with 16. And balanced shooting so far. Andrew Gavon dribbles around the perimeter. Tough defense there from Sherman, and Sherman just picked up his second personal. Sherman's second foul in 30 seconds. I, I don't like the call, but I also know that Sherman probably should back off because yeah. you, you're putting the the decision in the hands of an official, and uh, you never know what you're going to get called. And the official says that it was that actually hit his head behind the foul. Kavon over to the right wing to Bishers, back in the ball game. Swings it to left wing, into the corner for three. Dustin Emmerich takes it. It's good. Big shot there for the Pirates. Brings them within two points. It's a 5-0 run for the Harbor Beach Pirates now. Harbor Beach is going to stay in their man. Cohen Sherman inside to Carter Patrick in the short corner. Left baseline, like where he likes it. And he goes up strong, in for two points. He tends to float in the air for extra half a second and makes it count. 18-14, Cass City. Seven minutes before the half is over. Down underneath the defense. Brandon, uh, Caban can't hang on to it, and it's last touched. Last touch by Benson Harper and the Harbor Beach Pirates. Harbor Beach is getting the ball to Cruz in the top of the key, and he made a nice pass to a cutting Caban who couldn't finish the shot. 6.48 left in the second quarter, and actually marking for That marks the first time this season our microphones have been hit. That is a miracle. Absolute miracle. Normally it's about two minutes That's into the first ball game. not a stat I usually take. <laughs> well, Las Vegas is uh, now right. paying out handedly. <laughs> Trent Patrick and Matt Mellendorf in the ball game for Cass City over the right wing to Cumber back out to Trent Patrick, the junior. Over to Cohen Sherman, staying in the ball game with two fouls. Sherman up to Carter Patrick against Benson Harper. 6.23 left in the second. To the right wing, Trent Patrick goes around the perimeter playing a weave here now. Hands it off to Cohen Sherman against Caban. Sherman dives inside the lane at the free throw line, nearly lost the handle on it. To Mellendorf in the corner for three. Yes! Matt Mellendorf's first points, 21-14. Ties the largest lead of the night for Cass City. Just over six to play in the second quarter. Benson Harper and the Pirates trailing at home by seven. Into the corner, Dustin Emmerich for three in the right corner. This one's in and out, no good. And rebound brought in by Kumper for the Red Hawks. Seven-point lead for the away team tonight. Their only loss and blemish on their record, the Harbor Beach Pirates in this gym. That was three weeks ago. Meanwhile, Carter Patrick goes up. This one's blocked by Skyler Cruz. Andrew Grabon at the left wing, slowing things down, gives it off to Benson Harper. Looks to the rim, now starts his dribble. Dribbling at the right wing against Trent Patrick. Dives inside the lane. The floater is up, in for two. Benson Harper with 11. 16 for Harbor Beach, 21 for the Red Hawks. 5-16 remaining in the second quarter. Cassidy's trying to slow the pace down here a little bit. I think they got uh, probably a screen down or isolation for Patrick inside on the post. As he's been flashing post to post, and now he gets in the short corner against Harper in the left wing. Now Sherman with the three. This one is blocked, and they're going to say a foul is called on the attempt of the three. So this puts Cohen Sherman to the free throw line for three shots. Well, our officials are emphatic about the call, but I'm not sure anybody believes that. That, that is just a standard Cade Walsh call. Oh. 4.58 left in the second quarter. That's the first foul against Andrew Kabat. And the first free throw is no good. Cohen Sherman on the season, just a 38% free throw shooter. He's now 8 of 22 from the charity strike. 
Second free throw of three, and it's good. He has four points. Mason Nevick checks in and gives a breather to Carter Patrick. 4.58 remaining in the first half. It's currently 22-16. to 16. Carter Patrick just left the game. I'm going to give him a few minutes here. I, w I wouldn't expect more than a minute before he comes back in. Second, third free throw is good as the second. Goes two for three and makes it a 23-16 ball game. Harper Beach is having a lot of success getting the ball to the high post and running cutters off of that. Skyler Cruz at the high post into the corner to Jack Bisher. Feeds it back out to Cruz. Double team comes in over to the right wing and through the feet of Jack Bisher has to save it. Dustin Emmerich to Benson Harper. Top of the key calling for a screen from Cruz to the right wing. Emmerich back to Harper against Cohen Sherman. Starts his dribble. Nothing there as Cassidy coming out in the zone and two on the top against Harper. Two Caban. Back out to Harper, takes a three, top of the key. This one banks it in. Benson Harper with 14 points. The last four threes I've seen Harper shoot, three of them have been banked. I don't know if <laughs> never that great of a shooter from the yard, but I'm not sure if that's playing. 23 to 19, suddenly a seven-point lead for Cassidy, now down to two possessions at four. Cohen Sherman dives down the left side of the lane, and this is rejected by the side of the backboard. Out of bounds. A lot of contact. Our reach ball. And there, you are right. A lot of contact there. But these officials letting them play. We have four total fouls between the two squads. 3.55 left in the second quarter. Trent Patrick sits down and Carter Patrick back in the ballgame. Souther for the Pirates. Benson Harper, Jack Bisher, Andrew Caban, Dustin Emmerich, and Skylar Cruz. Harper dribbles into the short corner. Back out to Jack Bisher, the right wing. Right back to Benson Harper immediately against Cumper. In the corner. Starts to dribble around the perimeter. Back up to Jack Bisher, takes a three, top of the key. It's off the mark left, and Carter Patrick rips down the rebound for Cass City. Here comes Cass City. Cohen Sherman across midcourt, leading by four points, 23-19, to 19, three and a half to play in the second. Skip pass to the left wing, Mason Nevick. Starts his dribble. Down the baseline he goes, picks it back up, and two Cohen Sherman's top of the key against Caban from a distance. Carter Patrick sets a screen, dribbles to his left. Sherman at the left wing. As they're trying to isolate Carter Patrick inside against Benson Harper. Nothing there yet so far. Nevick to the right wing. Top of the key. Sherman now to Carter Patrick left wing. Starts his dribble. Goes in for the runner on the left side. This one's short. And rebound still loose and brought in by Benson Harper. Here come the Pirates. Just the fourth rebound tonight for Harbor Beach. Jack Bisher in the left short corner. This one's airballed. And rebound saved by Skyler Cruz. Goes up strong. In this one, is he is a foul. And he'll go to the free throw line. Four two shots, and I think that is foul number three on Cohen. Nope, that's on Mason. Uh, that's Mason Nevick's first. Cohen Sherman was in the area, and I was very fearful. Yeah, Coach Bernal is allowing uh, Sherman here to play out this two foul situation, but I believe he did that on Wednesday night as well. I, I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, and I Steve Bone certainly would as well. Trust your seniors. And Skylar Cruz's first free throw is good. So suddenly it's a three point ball game, twenty three to twenty. 2.46 left in the second quarter. Jack Bisher sits down, replaced by Jack Smoglinski, coming in for a rebound here. Skyler Cruz, second free throw. As good as the first. He has four. It's a two-point game. 23-21. Yeah, Cassidy's got to do something to slow down Harper here. Um, I don't know how many he's got. 14. 14 out of the 21. Two threes and the rest baskets inside. Cohen Sherman against... 
Caban up to the top to Mellendorf for the three. It's good. Matt Mellendorf's second three of the quarter makes it now 26 to 21. Back out by five. The pin down on top for Mellendorf. Caban over to Harper. Harper dribbles down the left side of the lane. Picks up into the corner. Back to Harper left wing. Back to the high post to Cruz. Cruz back out to Caban. Gets a screen from Cruz. And resets the offense with Benson Harper. Two minutes, five seconds remain in the second quarter. Back out to Benson Harper for three. Top of the key. This is way off. Rebound still loose. And it's brought in by Tyler Kumpert. Rebound was about 23 feet away from the basket when it's finally brought in for a possession. Cohen Sherman looking to the bench from Aaron Fernald for, for the play call. 26-21, Cassidy by 5, 95 seconds left in the second quarter. We knew this was going to be a good one, and that's exactly what we've had so far. Cohen Sherman against Andrew Gabon, up to Nevik at the right elbow. Kicks it back out. Mandelendorf at the top of the key. Sherman slows things down, left wing extended. Everyone slows down. Carter Patrick sets a screen, top of the key. Sherman dribbling. Minute 15 left in the second. Cassidy by five points. Only trailed for a moment in this ball game. As in the first quarter, Carter Patrick gets the screen, left wing, back out to Sherman. Takes a three, right wing, this one's short. Benson Harper with the rebound for the Pirates. Harper reached now out-rebounding Cassidy in the second quarter. Four to three. 26-21, Cassidy by five. Harper reach on offense. Skyler Cruz at the free throw line. Jump shot. It's off the mark. And Carter Patrick brings in the rebound for Cassidy. 49 seconds left. Mason Nevik into the corner to Mellendorf. To Carter Patrick, NBA three. He got it! Huge point there for Carter Patrick, ES 10. 29 to 21. Largest lead of the night for City at eight. 33 seconds remain. The versatility of Patrick being able to score at the post and step out and make an NBA three is why he's leading the thumb in scoring. Cassidy's fan base on their feet. Benson Harper dribbling out the clock here. Trailing by eight points. Cassidy 29. Harper Beach 21. Ten seconds remain in the second. Benson Harper calling for a screen from Stulinski. Goes the opposite way over the right corner to Caban in the runner. Inside, this is well off the mark. Rebound brought in by Patrick. He lets it fly from three-quarters length. It's off the mark. And we've reached halftime with a Cass City lead. 29-21. to 21. After 16 minutes of play, the Cass City Red Hawks leading by eight points on the WLW Sports Network. To help meet the needs of the thumb community, Sure Health is proud to have added another general surgeon to our team, Dr. David Hobbs. A Cassidy graduate, we're excited to have him back in the area to expand our general surgery capabilities. So Dr. Hobbs, what kind of procedures are we talking about? General surgery, you touch a lot of lives. Kids to elderly, I do everything from low risk endoscopy and every type of endoscopy you would consider, as well as all the minimally invasive laparoscopic type of surgeries that you would expect from a general surgeon, like reflux disease, colon resections, and everything in between. And what's it like to be back in the thumb? Working in a small town is super rewarding. When you can bring a great service to a small town, you feel like you're doing something super rewarding. To make your appointment with Dr. David Hobbs, a referral is needed from your primary care provider. To learn more about Dr. David Hobbs and general surgery at Sure Health, you can watch his video and much more at sure.org. Sure Health. Better health. Better life.
It's halftime from Harbor Beach, and we have ourselves a thriller. We've had one tie, two lead changes in this ballgame. Cassidy's led by as many as eight points, which is their lead right now. Harbor Beach led five to four ever since has been Cassidy ever since that point. Let's take you through. No team has scored more than twice in a row in this entire ballgame. Yeah, Back and forth. Been great, great high school basketball this first half. At the end of the first quarter, Cass City was leading 6-2-11 as it was 2-0 Cass City, 2-2 Harbor Beach. 4-2 Cass City, 5-4 Harbor Beach. Then Cass City scored four straight points to make it 8-5. Harbor Beach makes a basket to make it 8-7. Cass City then makes two more baskets to make it 13-7. Harbor Beach responds with a basket to make it 13-9. Cass City with a three makes it 16-9 and then a basket with 48 seconds left. In the first quarter, Harbor Beach cuts the deficit to five points, 16 to 11 at the end of the first quarter. In the second quarter, Harbor Beach comes out and hits a three to start, and it's suddenly it's 16 to 14, Cassidy by two points. Then Cassidy goes on a 5-0 run to make it 21 to 14 with six minutes left in the second quarter. Harbor Beach then scores with 5-18 left in the half to make it 21 to 16. Cassidy makes a basket 23-16. Harbor Beach hits a three, 23 to 19. Harbor Beach hits another basket, 23 to 21. But then Cass City goes back-to-back threes to finish the half to make it 26-21 and then 29-21. As 40 seconds left in the game, or in the half, Carter Patrick hits a huge three to make it 29-21. Cass City leading at the half by eight points. Carter Patrick has 10 points. Actually, six total shoot and scores for Cass City. Impressive balance scoring here for Red Hawks. Carter Patrick with 10. Six points for Matt Mellendorf on two threes. Cohen Sherman with five points. Four points for Carson Anthos and two points each for Tyler Kumper and Mason Nevick. For Cassidy from the free throw line, two of three for 66%. And they are being, they are out-rebounding Harbor Beach five to four. Rebounding, non-existent because a lot of shots are going in. Harbor Beach, Benson Harper leads the way with 14 of the 21 points for the Pirates. Four points for Skylar Cruz on a basket and two free throws. And Dustin Emmerich hit a three. That's all his scoring for the night. Harbor Beach two for two from the free throw line in that first half. And it's a 29-21 ball game in favor of Cass City. Mark, game four with your thoughts. Yeah, I thought Coach Fernald did a great job of starting this game, getting everybody involved in the offense, running sets for different players. Of course, Carter's going to get the majority of those. But that reflects their scoring. Allowing six people that are scoring or six players scoring. On the other hand, um, Cassidy's in a 2-3 zone, and the last time we played here, or they played here, Cassidy ran a man, so they changed up their defense. The philosophy there, I believe, is to keep Harper out of the lane, which has been pretty successful. He's made a couple threes, but no one else is getting involved in their offense, and I think that might be Coach Fernald's you know, strategy to shut everybody else down. Uh, Cass, or Harper Beach, on the other hand, Played a tremendous 2-3 zone, matchup zone the first time and have really stuck with the man in the first half here. I, I'm, I'm expecting you might see that 2-3 zone to start the second half from Harbor Beach. Hunter Bone, what do we have for shooting that first half? Yeah, so the Red Hawks, they were, they were hot from outside, and that's kind of the difference in the game right now. They're 5 of 8. Um, again, like you said, Mellendorf's got two. Sherman knocked one down. They're 5 of 8 from behind the arc, and inside the arc, they're 6 of 13, so not doing too bad there either. Yeah, 62% outside, 46% inside for 52%. Harbor Beach, 5 of 11 inside, and 3 of 6 outside for 50%, and 45% inside for 8 of 17 in the first half. Harbor Beach at 47%, Cassidy at 52%. 
in the first 16 minutes. Now we have switched sides. Cassidy now going left to right across your radio to start this third quarter with the ball in their possession. Tyler Kumper into the corner to Carson Anthes over to Carter Patrick. Dribbling around the perimeter. Gets a screen from Kumper. Back into the hands of Cohen Sherman. Harbor Beach is back into their man-to-man. 7.40 left in the third quarter. Cassidy 29, Harbor Beach 21. Mason Nevick slashes inside. Death jump stop inside the paint. Back out to Sherman for three. And it's no good. Rebound Carson Anthes. He's fouled. And he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. The six foot five junior. Ball goes against Skyler Cruz. His first. Team's first as well of the quarter. It's good to see Sherman taking a few perimeter shots. That might open up his game as he's very effective getting in the lane. Carson Anthes 12 of 25 from the free throw line this season. Just under 50%. And he rattles home the first free throw. He has five. Seven and a half to play in the third quarter. Cassidy 30, Hover Beach 21. Second free throw from Anthes. No good. And Skyler Cruz rips down the rebound. And it's stolen away by Kumpert. Turnover turnover number four for Harbor Beach. Cohen Sherman to Carter Patrick to Kumpert. Back to Sherman, left wing against Caban. Carter Patrick going to work on the baseline. Mason Nevick has it at the right elbow against Emmerich. Into the right corner to Anthus, quickly back to Nevik, and Sherman resets the offense. Seven to play in the third. Sherman saying everyone else, wave away. Comfort to the left wing. Flash inside to Carter Patrick. He is fouled as Benson Harper got his hands between the hands of Carter Patrick and the ball, and that will be Benson Harper's first personal foul and team second. That's a great backdoor diagonal cut. Beautiful by, pass. By Patrick there. 6.49 left in the third. Cassidy by 9, 30-21. Inside to Carson Anthes on the inbound. Back out to Kumpert. Steve jump stops in his way into the lane. Mason Nevick in the right corner and tipped out of bounds by Andrew Caban. 6.41 left in the third quarter. 30-21. to 21. Cassidy leading by nine points. They have not trailed since 5.51 left in the first quarter when it was 5-4 Harbor Beach. Ever since, Cassidy on top. Carter Patrick going to work on the right side. Pulled away jump shot is no good. Hung on the rim, but Carson Anthes gets the offense aboard for Cassidy. It's a great matchup here. Harper guarding Carter Patrick. Great defense and offense from both of them. Carter Patrick, 25 feet from the hoop. Over to Mason Nevick against Emmerich. Emmerich trying to go for the steal twice now. Cohen Sherman. Resets the offense, top of the key, dribbling to the right wing to Carter Patrick. Top to key, Kumper to the left wing, Nevick. Nevick starts his dribble, jump stop in the short corner. Nothing there, gives it back out to Sherman, and taking their time. Sherman eyeing up, come on, gets a screen from Anthes, dribbles down the right side of the lane and dribbles into the corner. Tyler Kumper inside, and it's pickpocketed by Andrew Caban into the hands of Jack Fisher. First turnover for Cassidy since the first quarter, they have three. Benson Harper. Top of the key to Emmerich, over to the left wing. Caban dives inside the lane, jump stop, left block. Skip pass to Jack Fisher, right wing for three. It's good. Fisher's first points of the night. Beautiful pass there. Yeah, they're going to need Fisher to help step up on the arc, take some pressure off of Harper. It's now a six-point ball game, 30-24. to 24. Cassidy taking their time. Sherman at the left wing. 
Carter Patrick setting the series of screens here. Now Sherman dives inside the lane. It's pickpocketed again by Caban. It's Harper in transition. One on two, goes up for layup. Count the basket and one for Benson Harper. Count the basket. Three-point play potential here for Benson Harper and the Pirates. Now makes it with 5-0-1 left in the third quarter. A four-point game as it stands right now, 30-26. to Yeah, you better be strong with the ball if you're going to take it into the lane. Caban and Harper have great hands and anticipation, and they've got a couple steals now. Benson Harper at the free-throw line. And the three-point play is complete, 30-27. to Three-point ball game just like that. Both teams firing in all cylinders. We have ourselves a series of V12 engines tonight. Tyler Kumper, the left wing against Dustin Emmerich. Top key to Carson Anthos, the right wing, Cohen Sherman. Flash it inside, Kumper. Goes up strong. He is fouled on the pump fake, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Well, if Harvey's going to foul him, might as well foul him good and make sure that one doesn't go in. That's yeah, you, exactly what yeah, they did you, there. You better be in help defense <laughs> because they're running a lot of diagonal cuts from the weak side, and Cassidy's probably have eight to ten points on those cuts. Tyler Kumper at the free throw line on the season. A 51% free throw shooter. He makes the first one. Kumper has three points. Made a basket in the first quarter. Nothing since. Second free throw, no good. And brought in by Caban at the top of the key. Now still loose. And we have a strum. And now Caban has it. Benson Harper goes to work in left block. Double clutches it and puts it through for two points. And we have ourselves a one-point ball game. 30-29, to 29, just like that. 31-20, to 20, excuse me. 31-29, to 29, a two-point game. Nevick goes down the baseline. Leading by two points and stolen yet again by Caban. Caban to Harper against Sherman. Goes up strong in for two points. We are tied just like that with three minutes and 55, 59 seconds left in the fourth. Benson Harper and Caban playing up a clinic, and now Benson Harper's going to be called for the foul as they're trying to make more transition buckets here. Benson Harper with his second personal foul. Team's fourth. So interestingly enough, just under halfway through the third quarter, Cassidy will be shooting two free throws on every single foul the rest of the way out here in this quarter as Cassidy takes a timeout. 3.53 left in the third quarter. Tie ball game, 31-31. to Reach on a 10 to 1 run in the last minute and 29 to tie this game up at 31 apiece. Carter Patrick, Cohen Sherman, top of the key. Being guarded by Andrew Caban. Caban and Harper's defense really been the difference maker in this quarter. Coming up with three steals. Carter Patrick, tough defense there against Benson Harper. Looks to the official as he's giving him instructions. Like it's a boxing match. Trent Patrick, top of the key, dribbling around the perimeter, gets a screen from older brother Carter. Now hands it off to older brother. Patrick calling the shots, calls to the play, gets a screen from Anthos, dribbles to the top of the key. Now Skyler Cruz on him. That's the matchup they want. Now they flip back to our Anthos on the give and go. And it's 33-31. to 31. Cassidy by two points. They tried to double Carter there, and nobody picked up the roll on the, on the 
on the screen and got an easy two points. Yeah, Harish tried to switch at too late, and that left Anthus wide open on the block. 33-31, to 31, Cassidy by two points. Harper in between the high and low post, nothing there. Jack Fisher at the right wing. Skip pass to Caban into the corner. Emmerich for three. No. Rebound Carter Patrick for Cass City. That's only rebound number 11 for Cass City. Harper reach with eight. 31 to 33 in favor of Cass City. Two and a half to play in the third quarter. Heavy, heavyweight matchup here. It's been a slugfest so far. Well officiated. Letting them play. Feels like a Big Ten matchup in 2002. At the beat. And Benson Harper just stole away from Carter Patrick on the feed. Harper taking it coast to coast into the corner. Hands it off to Jack Fisher. Back to Harper in the corner. Against Sherman. Inside to Skylar Cruz. Against Carson Anthes. The hook shot. He is fouled. And Skylar Cruz will go to the free throw line for two shots. Carson Anthes picked up his second foul. According to my... Or his first foul of the night. Yes, it is. Team second. So a minute 56 left here in the third. Skylar Cruz has the opportunity for Harbor Beach to tie it up at 33. 156 left in the third quarter. Cruz's first free throw. Yes. <laughs> Gets the home court bounce. Knock three times if the answer is yes. Twice on the pipe if the answer is no. And that bounce about 17. 32 to 33. Harbor Beach trails by one now. And it's tied. Skyler Cruz, four for four from the free throw line. Third tie of this ball game. 33-33 in the District 95 Championship. Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone in Hunter Bone with your call tonight. No, let me try that again. Clark Ramsey, Mark Gainforth in Hunter Bone. Okay. That's what you get for calling me Craig in the yeah, pregame yeah, show there, Mark. Say, yeah. But Coach, I didn't mention it. Cohen <laughs> Sherman. Dribbling like a madman inside into the corner to Mellendorf for three. This one's no good, but Carson Anthes brings in the rebound. On the baseline inside to Carter Patrick. Going up strong, and there's a whistle. The shot's no good, but Carter Patrick over the free throw line as the foul goes against Skylar Cruz, his second. The difference of this quarter has been Harbor Beach's defense. Yes. And, and Cassidy right now is really struggling to get any, any rhythm going at all. Carter Patrick is 76% free throw in the season. 126 for 164, and now 127 for 165. First free throw is good. Cassidy back on top by one point, 34-33. Trent Patrick sits down, replaced by Tyler Cumber. Carter Patrick with 11. Carter Patrick's second free throw is good as the first. Cassidy by two. 35-33. Minute 19 remains in the third. Benson Harper to Caban. Top of the key to the left wing to Bisher. Bisher back to Caban at midcourt. Left wing, Jack Bisher takes a three. It's good! Harbor Beach takes the lead with a minute one remaining in the third quarter. Jack Bisher with perhaps the largest shot of his career. He has two threes, both in this quarter. 36-35, Pirates on top by one, less than a minute to play in the third quarter. Cohen Sherman trying to steal his momentum back, feed it into Carter Patrick inside the lane. This one's short, and rebound snagged by, Car by Benson Harper in the Pirates. Ron Rubel calling for last shot. Benson Harper across midcourt. Dustin Emmer goes up and has a little small little chat. 
30 seconds left in the third. Harbor Beach 36, Cass City 35. Jack Fisher puts the Pirates on top for the first time since 5.51 left in the first quarter when it was 5-4. Benson Harper against Cohen Sherman hands it off to Jack Fisher. 12 seconds left. Over to the right wing to Kaban. Trying to get Benson free. Now over to Jack Fisher, left wing. G dribbles in. Skip pass and is stolen by Kumper. Three seconds left. Kumper goes up strong. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line as time expires to wrap up this third quarter. And potentially, Cassidy will take the lead entering the fourth quarter. The foul goes against Andrew Gabon. Yeah, that was a great anticipation. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was shooting that or not, but they did call it a shooting foul. Kumper at the free throw line. He's one for two tonight and misses the first one. So it remains Harbor Beach by one with one more free throw to come in here. Very well might have a tie ball game going to the fourth quarter, and that's you'd expect nothing less. Misses both of them. We've reached the end of the third quarter. Harbor Beach leading by one point, 36 to 35. Back on the ranch, Harbor Beach starts out in offense, and Carter, and excuse me, Benson Harper hits a two to start the scoring, and Harbor Beach has the outside of the largest lead at three. Carter Patrick on the opposite side takes a shot. This is contested, and rebound brought in by Harbor Beach. There's two nice sets to get Carter the ball, but he just isn't finishing right now. Skyler Cruz goes down on the baseline. He is fouled. He'll count the basket and one, and the Pirates now lead by five points with one more free throw coming. Foul goes against Carson Anthos. That's his second team's first of the quarter. We have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Red Hawks. 40 to 35. A full timeout. We'll return in 30 seconds. 40 to 35. Harbor Beach by five. to 35, Harbor Beach suddenly out by five points. Mark Gainforth, your thoughts? Well, this is third quarter, and going in here the fourth quarter, Carter Patrick has two free throws, and in order for Cass City to have a shot to win this game, and, and they are running plays for him. He's just a little bit short. Might be that fatigue factor, but they got to get him going. Skyler Cruz now makes it a made free throw, 41 to 35. Harbor Beach by six points, largest of the night. 41 to 35. Carter Patrick at the top of the key for three. It's good. Big players make big shots, and now brings the deficit down to just three points. 41 to 38. Seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. A little down screen from the the top of the key, and Carter nails it. 6.52 left in regulation. Benson Harper to Dustin Emmerich. Back out to Harper. Harper to the high post to Cruz. Into the corner to Jack Bisher. Starts his dribble down the baseline. Back to Cruz. The floater's short. It's partially blocked. And Cumber brings in the rebound. That's rebound number 12 for Cassidy. 
Harbor Reach with 10. 41-38, Harbor Reach on top. Leading by three, Cassidy trying to cut down the deficit, if not tie it, with a made three. Cohen Sherman, right wing. Look for the three again. Carter yeah. Patrick moving down left side of the lane. He, oh. This one is got hit in the head as he was going up. It went over top of the basket. Foul goes against Skyler Cruz. That is his third and team's first of the quarter. And Carter Patrick will go to the free throw line for two free throws. So they run the same play as the last possession. And they jumped the three, and he just took it to the basket and got fouled. So Patrick could make this a one-point ball game with two made free throws. He makes the first one. He has 16. It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Just get Carter the ball, right? Well, that's what Cassidy has been able to do for the last four seasons. And it's worked up to this point. Makes both, as expected. He has 17. It's a one-point ball game. It's a game of runs, and we have ourselves a one-point ball game with six minutes and ten seconds remaining. Benson Harper, right to left, cross your radio for the Pirates, over to Kaban, right wing. Back to Harper, back to Kaban, back to Harper. To Skyler Cruz. Cruz, one dribble, back out to Harper. Top of the key against Carter Patrick and Cohen Sherman. To the right wing, back to Harper. Back to Kaban. Inside to Cruz, one dribble. Goes against the right block, takes the jump shot. He is fouled, and Cruz will go back to the free throw line for two shots. As foul go against Tyler Kumper, his second, team second. As the initial contact was from Carson Anthus, who frankly flopped. He falls to the ground, and then they, Cohen, uh, Tyler Kumper has to come up and play defense, and that hit him in the hand. Skyler Cruz at the free throw line, shooting two. And the first free throw is good. 548 as we've got some jawing going on between the squads. This game has everything. 42 to 40 right now. Harbor Beach leads by two. One more free throw coming from Skylar Cruz. And he makes it. 43 to 40 once again. A three-point lead for the Pirates. Anthos sits down. He's been... Uh... Very good from the line tonight. Seven for seven. That's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. 5.44 left in the fourth quarter. Harbor Beach by three points, 43 to 40. We're going to run a staggered screen here for Patrick. And he dribbles to the right, goes and resets the offense top of the key. Now dribbles back to his left against Harper. Back out to Sherman. Five and a half to play in regulation. Cohen Sherman gets a screen. No, he doesn't. Carter Patrick retreats. Cohen Sherman to the right wing extended. Dribbles to the top of the key over to left wing. Penetrates back out to Mellendorf for three. Wide open. This one's airmailed and brought in by Dustin Emmerich for the Pirates. Emmerich slowing things down in the hands of Andrew Caban. Five minutes, ten seconds left in the fourth. Harbor Reach 43, Cass City 40. Top of the key to the high post. Takes Cruz back out to Caban. Caban dribbling like it's going out of style. The Cruz high post. I back out to Benson Harper. Right wing at the right elbow. Back to Skylar Cruz. Cruz against Kemper. Back out to Harper. Pirates lead by one possession by three points. Mind you, is an eight-point lead for Cassidy at the half, 29-21. Have a reach-out score as Cassidy 15-6 in the third to take a one-point lead into the fourth, and has been back and forth ever since. Yeah, Harper Beach has been very patient. Now they got Harper starting at the top. Owen Sherman nearly got the steal on Caban, but there's Benson Harper to grab the loose ball. Harper against Sherman. Starts his dribble over the left wing. 
Kaban dribbles through two defenders over to Skylar Cruz, right wing, right elbow, back out to the left wing to Benson Harbor, takes the floater inside. This one bounces around six times, and the ball is finally brought in by Matt Mellendorf, but it's still loose, and they're going to say Kansas wow. City ball. A lot of contact, a lot of contact. A lot of contact in that rebound, and we'll, uh, we have a 30-second timeout called by Cass City. We'll stick with you here with four minutes and ten seconds remaining in regulation. 43-40, to 40, Harbor Beach leading by three points. Cass City ball. Mark Gainforth, what is Aaron Fernald calling here? Well, he's tried a couple quick hitters the last couple of possessions, but Harbor Beach has done a nice job of shutting them down, and, and then they get stagnant on offense. So I expect something, obviously, to get into Carter Patrick's hands, and maybe they'll run a cutter off of that like they did earlier in the game for a layup or a three if he skips it over. Four minutes and ten seconds left in the fourth as City trying to uh, figure out how many timeouts they've left. They have a full in the 30 remaining. Harbor Beach has all their timeouts. That's good to know as a coach, you know, going yeah. into the, you have them all left over. But I don't think that's going to be an issue here tonight with uh, this game here. But I'm going to look for probably a double right away on Carter Patrick if he when he does touch it, and we'll see what they do from there. Cassidy will get it 90 feet from their own hoop. Left side of your radio to the right side of your radio. Cohen, Sherman, Trent Patrick, Carter Patrick, Tyler Cumber, and Matt Mellendorf out there for the Red Hawks. Trailing by three points, halfway point of the third, fourth quarter. Inside, a slip screen wide open to Cohen Sherman underneath the defense. Makes it a one-point ball game, 43-41. to 41. Kind of, yeah. It's a 6-0 run. No, excuse me, a 6-2 run for Cassidy. Cohen Sherman with seven points tonight. We have a timeout called by Ron Rubel and the Pirates. 3.41 left in the fourth quarter. It's a 30-second timeout, 43-42. to 42. Yeah, they ran a slip screen that time and used uh, Carter as a decoy. And again, a cut to the basket for a layup. Three minutes, 41 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Averich clinging to a one-point lead, 43-42. to 42. Wild, wild game. It's been a great game. Everything, great it's, it's game. one thing for the media to talk up a matchup. It's another thing for it to come true. That's exactly what we've seen so far tonight. Yeah, Wednesday night, no flow to either game. No. Um, very no, multiple, physical. Multiple factors in that. Yeah, and this is such a different. Oh, this is a beautiful game. A great beautiful game. game. Great game. 341 left in the fourth. Well, what do you think going into the last 341? What really got Harbor Beach back in this ball game was tightening up the defense with Caban and Harper at the top. I'm not saying go, you only have one foul in this fourth quarter, so you have three fouls to get before free throws. So it might not be bad to try and go for a steal or two. If you get a foul, okay, all right, we've got one more to give type thing yeah. for the Pirates. Great for point. Cass City, you got to get more involved than just Carter Patrick. The team has been kind of standing by waiting for Carter Patrick to score. And Carter Patrick and the Cassidy Redhawks try and go for the double team, a trap at midcourt, and they get called for the reach. That's exactly what Cassidy tried to do. They trapped the inbounds pass, and uh, questionable foul there. That's the third team foul for the Cassidy Redhawks, and I do not know who that foul was on. Benson Harper inside, going to work at the right block, fadeaway jump shot off the glass, the kiss is in home. Benson of, Harper with 25. A lot of patience by Harper there. 
3-10 left in the fourth quarter, 45-42. Harbor Beach by three. Both squads exchanging blows, exchanging baskets. Pirates by three with three left. Carter Patrick takes a three. Oh, it's off the mark. Loose ball in the corner, and Caban saves it, but in the hands of Kumper. We'll call it an offensive rebound for Cass City. Cohen Sherman dives down the right side of the lane. Count the basket and one. As Cohen Sherman was fouled by the right elbow, he's in the act of shooting. They're going to say count the basket, and he has an opportunity to tie this ball game up at 45 apiece as Cohen Sherman goes to the free throw line to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. Yeah, we talked about Cohen Sherman taking a few threes tonight, and that set up that dribble drive for a possible three-point play here. Ball goes again, Dustin Emmerich, his second. Free throw, no good. Loose ball, Harbor Beach ball. There were bodies hitting the floor all over the place. Not even just the natives, but all natives of Huron County and the Thumb of Michigan are restless. 45 to 44, Harbor Beach clinging to a one-point lead. Choice words between <laughs> Coach Fernald and our official tonight. Benson Harper at the right wing. Top of the key to Dustin Emmerich. Takes a three and is blocked by Carter Patrick. In transition, Patrick taking his time. Goes up. It's blocked by Benson Harper, but he called the foul. Carter Patrick will go to the free throw line for two shots to take the lead as the foul will go against Benson Harper, his third. What a play by Carter Patrick blocking the shot on the one end and going to the free throw line on the other. Carter Patrick was 17 points in the night. He's four for four from the free throw line. A 76% free throw shooter on the season, and it's good. But don't we are tied. Yeah. Don't expect uh, many fouls here in the last no. 2.22. <laughs> Unless it's obvious yes. and clear and decisive. Second free throw. Cassidy's taking the lead, 46-45. to 45. Carter Patrick with seven points in this quarter. Fourth lead change of the ball game. We've had also three ties. Actually, four ties. Benson Harper at the free throw line dribbling. Triple team comes in into the corner, and it's tipped out of bounds by a maroon jersey Harbor Beach ball. 2.04 left in the fourth. Cass City 46, Harbor Reach 45. So Cass City has gone to a man-to-man, -man and you got the best defensive player against arguably the best offensive player for Harbor Beach going in one and one against each other. Benson Harper gets the inbound. Dribbling in Cohen Sherman. Down to the right block underneath the basket. Nothing there. Dustin Emmerich in the corner. Emmerich back out to Jack Fisher. Inside high post to Skylar Cruz. Nothing there. Gives it back to Jack Fisher. Dribbles to his right. Inside to Benson Harper against Sherman. Posting up. Goes up strong. He is fouled. Killed the basket and one for Benson Harper. Benson Harper posted up. Took his time in the right block. Turned to the basket. Went up for the jump shot. And he is fouled. And the foul will go against Tyler Kumper, I do believe. So don't expect anybody else to take a shot <laughs> the rest of the way besides Patrick. That is the third foul against Cumber. And Harper. Minute 43 remains. And the free throw is good. 48 to 46. Harbor Beach leading by two points. Minute 35 remains. And we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Red Hawks. A great timeout for Coach Fernald. He's got one left, minute 34 to go. He's going to draw up something that he likes to get a good 
easy basket for one of his guys. Minute 34 remains, and Cassidy takes a full timeout. They have one 30-second timeout remaining. On the other hand, Harbor Beach has got four. Sometimes if a coach, when you only have one left, you hope the other coach takes one for you. a minute, 34 remains in regulation. We've had five lead changes, four ties in this ballgame. To start the quarter, Harbor Beach was leading by point, 36-35, then it's 38-35, 41-35. Harbor Beach by six. Then Cassidy goes on a 5-0 run to make it 41-40. Harbor Beach hits a basket to make it 43-40. Cassidy makes a basket to make it 43-42. Then another basket in points from Harbor Reach, 45-42. Cassidy then goes on a 4-0 run to lead, 46-45. And then Benson Harper goes down and makes it a three-point play on his own hands to make it 48-46 with a minute 43 remaining. Now a minute 34 remains after Cassidy calls their fourth timeout of the evening. Cohen Sherman gets the ball in the backcourt. Left side radio dribbling to the right. 90 seconds remain in regulation. Cohen Sherman dribbling at the right wing. Trying to get to Carter Patrick into at the high post. Into Nevik for the long two. It's good! We are tied with a minute 16 remaining. Mason Nevik with four points, and it couldn't come at a better time for the Red Hawks. Yeah, that dribble drive by Patrick set up that shot in the corner. Minute three. Benson Harper dribbling at midcourt. One minute remaining. Cohen Sherman guarding from about six feet. Could we see one final shot here from the Pirates? There's no fouls to give for Cass City. Dustin Emmerich goes up, and the Benson Harper calls him off. Cohen Sherman guarding him from a distance. Yeah, I'd have four defenders in the lane. 35 seconds. You don't want Harper to get in the lane. Harper dribbling against Sherman. One of the best offensive players against the best defender in the conference. Can't foul here. Benson Harper dribbling against Sherman. 20 seconds. And it's stolen into the hands of Nevik. Cohen Sherman with the steal of his life. Here comes Cass City. 48-48. 10 seconds left. Sherman across midcourt. 8 seconds. 7 seconds. 5 to Carter Patrick's hands. Top of the key. 3 seconds. Pulls up for the 3. It's good! It's good! Carter Patrick hits it! Count the basket! Carter Patrick does it his entire career, and Carter Patrick hits it home as time expires. Touchdown, game over. Carter Patrick, 51-48 is your final. Carter Patrick has done it his entire career. It came down to it. The steal from Cohen Sherman, Mason Nevick scoops it up. Carter Patrick gets it as time is expiring. He has two defenders on him at the top of the key. He lets it fly, and it sinks. 51 to 48 is your final. Mark, game fourth, your thoughts. Let me take a breath here. Um, unexpected. You think Harbor Beach down the stretch is going to take the shot. You got the ball in the best player in Harbor Beach's hand, and we got a great deflection by probably the best defensive player. In the thumb, and who else but Carter Patrick takes the three to win the game. 
51-48 as they're lifting Carter Patrick Armand to his hands and head into his shoulders. Final score, Cass City wins at the buzzer, 51-48 in an instant classic ball game. Unbelievable. Cass City gets the last laugh. Scoring 16 points in the final stanza. The Harbor reaches 12. They go on a 5-0 run to finish the game in just the last minute and 18 to be trailing by two to winning by three with Carter Patrick three at the buzzer. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network going to return. We will have to catch our breath first and foremost. And then after that, we will come back. We'll talk to Aaron Fernald. We'll talk to Carter Patrick. We'll talk to Cohen Sherman right here on the WLW Sports Network. Final score, 51-48, to 48, as we are still catching our breath. If you are in the Cassidy zip code and you're in this ballgame, you still have not come down and touched the ground ever since Carter Patrick came out and hit a three. The shot heard around the world by Carter Patrick as time expired. Final score, 51-48. to 48. Cassidy trailed by two points with 100 seconds remaining, 48-46. to 46. They tie it up at 48 apiece with a minute 18 remaining in regulation. Benson Harper dribbling at midcourt, waiting to go for the last shot. Dribbles over to the left wing. And there's Cohen Sherman, the defensive specialist we've talked about all season. Punches it out as Benson Harper went by him into the hands of Mason Nevick. Nevick throws it down the court, and they're trying to get it to Carter Patrick. Everyone knew it was going to Carter Patrick. He had two men on him. It's contested, he gets the ball, he turns to the basket from about two feet beyond the arc at the top of the key and nails it as time expires. And Cassidy, you're back-to-back defending district champions. Unbelievable finish as the theme from Hoosiers scores the undertones of this ball game. Mark Gainforth, your thoughts. Well, first of all, I'm glad you've calmed down here a little <laughs> bit. I, folks, I want you to know at, at the end of the game, he's standing Cheering. I pulled a Tom Meyer. Yes, he's shaking. <laughs> I'm not sure I, I've ever seen that side of you. I've never stood up and done that. Ever. 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 What made you do it in this game? That moment. That moment. That moment. Yeah. We've talked. We started talking about this on Monday. We talked about it on Wednesday. Of the best moments you've seen in districts. And, the last, and I said my answer was, the same answer as you in this gym, was USA beating Benax. Benax was undefeated in overtime with Aaron Sines and Hunter Bone and Isaiah Williamson as sophomores. Big back-and-forth game, and we thought we were going to overtime in this one, but then Carter Patrick does what he did his entire career, hits a three as time expires in your final. Cassidy hangs on, gets the last laugh, avenges their only loss of the season, and now they're moving on to the regional semifinals to take on a beatable Brown City team, and then taking on potentially Flint Beecher or Millington in the regional championship. And you know, you think, you got to think about Harbor Beach right now. Oh. They have the ball, clock is winding down, the ball's in the best player's hands. 
but the best defender def deflects it away and you lose the game when you feel at that point there's no way you can lose it. We're going to go to overtime. We don't make the shot. And it didn't happen that way. It's, that's heart-wrenching for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Wow. Unbelievable. The shot heard around the world, at least around the county and around the thumb. As Carter Patrick's 22nd point of the night, the biggest point of the evening. Probably the biggest points of his career. Cohen Sherman with the steal of his life. And Carter Patrick with a shot of his life. We yes. thought it was going to overtime. If not, Benson Harper would have made a shot at the end. It would have been a theatrical finish either way. But Cass City had different plans. Yeah, and I was, I'm going to ask Coach Fernald this question. He didn't call timeout. Um, I was expecting a timeout. Yes. I really was. And, and I really believe now. But I think I they mean, knew what they wanted to do. Cass City couldn't hold back the fact that, you know, Patrick was going to have the ball. So he just let the game go. And the players made the plays. Smart game forth. Going back to the first quarter, you know, this game was a game of ebbs and flows, back and forth, a game of runs. Cassidy led by his nine, by nine points at the half, 30 to 21. Uh, actually, just entered the uh, the second or the, the second half, 30 seconds in, they scored right away to make it a nine point lead. Harbor Reach led his mains by six, 41 to 35. They led 48 to 46 with a minute 43 remaining in regulation. Game of runs. What do you? How do you manage that inside the game? Well, and, anytime, and, yeah. Anytime you you're the team that the run is being is you're against, I, you got to just cut the run out, and and then you hope that you can get the flow of your offense going again. But Cassidy turned the ball over uh, three or four times in that in that run, and that's how. Harbor Beach went on that run. I, I'm not sure um, when you're a coach, you feel pretty helpless. Yeah. You, you can't walk out there and try to help or blow a whistle. Um, but Cassidy, again, I think with that tournament experience, seniors on the team, I, I, they just played it cool. And they knew they had a run coming themselves. Oh, yeah. For Harbor Beach, heartbreaker. But I'm not too worried about them. This is a learning moment. It, it hurts right now. The next 24 hours are going to be rough for them, but they're going to come back ever motivated. Yeah. A core of sophomores on this yeah. team that's really going to push them to the future. We talked about that at the beginning of the game. When you're a senior, when it's a career-ending game, uh, it's different when you're a sophomore and junior. Uh, and, and when you're a sophomore and junior, it, it might be the last game of the season, but it's not the last game of your career, and I think these guys will learn from it. Most certainly. As Paul P. Adams from the Heron County View snagged Aaron Fernald as we're waiting to talk to him. But at the end of the first quarter, Cassidy was leading by five points, 16 to 11, in a back-and-forth ball game. No team that first half scored more than two times in a row. 16 to 11 at the end of the first quarter. The second quarter, Cassidy extended their lead out to eight, 29 to 21, outscoring Harbor Beach 13 to 10 at halftime. 29-21 at half. Third quarter, that's when the intensity started to pick up even more when we didn't think it was possible, let alone the fourth quarter. Harbor Reach turned up the defense, forced four turnovers in that fourth and third quarter against Cass City, and outscored Harbor, uh, Cass City 15-6. At that point, Benson Harper had 21 points, Skylar Cruz had six points, and Jack Fisher was six, Dustin America three. At that point for the Cass City Redhawks, they still had six scores. 
Carter Patrick at that end of the third quarter had 12 points. Matt Mellendorf with six. Carson Anthos with a huge seven. Mason Nevick at two and Tyler Kumper at three. Then the fourth quarter. Hover Beach scores immediately. Nine seconds in to make it 38-35. Then they hit a three, or actually a two-point play, or three-point play. 41-35, they lead by six points with 7.26 remaining. Cassidy then responds with a 5-0 run themselves, makes it 40 for Cassidy, 41 for Hover Beach. And then back and forth and right down to the wire. As right now, we're being joined by the, well, I would say the man of the hour, but it might be the uh, the well, lieutenant lieutenant yeah. man of the hour. Carter's as uh, uh, Aaron Fernald is joined with us right now. And Aaron, it was, well, 51 weeks ago to the night that you sat with us in Cass City for a district championship in Cass City. And now you come into Harbor Beach to take on the host of District 95, the only team you lost to this entire season. And it came down to the wire. We knew Car- we've seen Carter Patrick do this for four years in his career. How proud are you of this team, and what are your just opening thoughts here? I'm just kind of stunned. I, I, you know, we didn't play very well in the second half there, but we found a way to win. And Cohen made a great defensive play there on, on Harper. And, uh, and you know, I was going to take a timeout, but I said, forget it. Just see what happens. And Carter throws it in. And we win it. So I, 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 I don't really know what else to say. It was nothing more than that. I actually was in the That coach- was going to be his first question. Yeah, I was, that was going to be my first. But I was actually in a coaching moment like that and thinking, Coach Renault, Probably is not going to call a timeout because anything they would do, they're probably be with three guys on right. Carter. Yeah. And, and, and you might as well let the ebb and flows of the game take it over. And, you know, you got the best player in the thumb here. So uh, it turned out. But, you know, Harper made a good case for it tonight. Oh, he was fantastic. <laughs> Wasn't today. he? I he thought we guarded him pretty good at times. He still made the well, shot. He, he was doing kind of thing Carter like he was posting up, yeah. making threes. Um, He's very good off the dribble, but I also thought in that last moment, too, you know, you didn't have any fouls to give. You kind of had to let them play for the last shot, and here comes probably the defensive player of the game or even of the area makes that deflection, and I'd hate to be on the other side of this. Yeah, I Coach feel bad Robles. for those guys. I yeah. mean, they played good tonight. They, they played well. They did a lot of nice things, but I've been on the other side of it, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't yes. feel that bad. Well, uh, I like Ron, but I don't yeah. feel that bad. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. What was your message coming into this game for the team? I mean, it's the only – I don't think motivation was really ever lacking, especially for your team all season, let alone the only loss of the game coming into the Harbor Beach's own court. What was the message coming into this week? You know, you can't look ahead. You had to get through Carroll first, and then you come in – Turn your attention to Harbor Beach for a Friday matchup in the district final. What was the message? Well, I, I didn't think we played very well last time we were up here. I didn't coach very well. So we kind of wanted to redeem ourselves that way a little bit. And I think we did, and obviously we won. But, you know, uh, we just wanted to have a better showing. I mean, this is a tough place to play, tough place to win. And um, Ron does a good job. And so I, I feel fortunate that we got the W. Were you surprised at the beginning of the game? And, and you know, they played such a great 2-3 matchup the last time you were here. And they basically they man. Did did that surprise you at all? Well, the last I've been we've been working on zone offense for the last week because we thought Carroll was going to do it in Harbor Beach, and then we didn't. We saw about five possessions of it, so I don't know. Yeah, that, and their man-to-man defense was pretty good tonight. I mean, they did a good job on Carter, and um, you know they clogged the lane up, took our sets away a lot, but. Uh, 
Yeah, it did surprise me a little bit, but, you know, uh, at this point, I, I don't even know what's going on half the time. <laughs> well, that's a good problem, I guess, <laughs> yeah. when you have the players like you do on the court. Right. Yeah, you got really smart, high IQ guys. And, and uh, you know, I was really impressed after that run that Harbor Beach made that you guys stayed the course. Um, you didn't take bad shots. Um, there were tough shots to make. But I was really impressed with your discipline of your team. Thanks, yeah. We talked about that at halftime. They're going to make a run, and we're going to have to respond. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, and, and we did. And, you know, I don't know if it was perfect or pretty or whatever, but it, it worked out. It was out. a great game. Yeah, it was a great good, high good. school oh, game. Good. Great game. I was telling before you got here, I've not worked with this guy a lot, but he's been to a lot of our games. At the end of the game, he's standing up. I mean, he's shaking, and, and I really never saw him. So it, it struck a nerve or something. No, you. I, the, are you are you from Harbor Beach? I'm from Harbor Beach, but that was the most spectacular finish I've ever seen in a district championship. Oh, well. I could. I, well, I can. I'm ecstatic for that shot. I can think of another one that was better than that. USA hit a shot against us at about a half court to, to lose at the buzzer. I so so I, well, feel, yes. I feel for Ron because yeah. I've been there. The but, difference uh, in that game is that was the first time that player ever shot a three in his career. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. But. <laughs> well, uh, we got one more thing we're going to do for you here. We record the game as we're recurring here as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to play back the last minute for you, oh, just okay. so you can hear it first and yeah, foremost. I'd we'll like get your to, reaction. I'd like, I'd like to hear that. We haven't heard this either, so it could be just a lot of screaming from my part. All but right. we'll, let, let's let's see what this. Yeah, let's, like. let's listen to Benson it. Benson Harper dribbling against Sherman. Twenty seconds, and it's stolen into the hands of Merrick. Colin Sherman with the steal of his life. Here comes Cassidy. 48-48. Ten seconds left. Sherman across midcourt. Eight seconds. Seven seconds. Five. To Carter Patrick's hands, top of the key, three seconds. Pulls up for the three. <laughs> wow, that's loud. That's that. That's uh. That's him out of his element. Well, it was, what it uh, is. I take a breath here. It came down to it. The steal from Cohen Sherman. Mason Nevick scoops it up. Connor Patrick gets it. As time is expiring, he has two defenders on him. At the top of the key, he lets it fly. And it sinks 51 to 40 as your final. Not my best work. Well, I, 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 thought, I thought it sounded just fine. I didn't hear Mark say anything. I, if uh, I do, it's usually the wrong thing. No, so well, he I called know. me Craig in the pregame show. <laughs> Did he? That's yeah. not that word. You don't let I, me. I called him Steve a few times, so yeah. we're, we're even there. But So i got to ask you, yeah. what is Carter shooting from the arc this year? Do you know? Yeah. What percentage? Uh, maybe off 33. 33. Yeah, yeah, not a, you know, it's a solid yes, one, but not, yes. not, not outstanding. He likes to do his work in the post. He yeah. has a chance he to. Take, you know, early in the year, you know, he, he admitted he takes a lot of contested threes sometimes that he just feels like he needs to take. But, you know, he I didn't think he took too many bad shots tonight at all. He was pretty disciplined and played well within himself. And, and I know, you know, we've talked about fatigue and that I saw you took him out tonight just for a minute maybe just to maybe to catch his breath a little bit. And, and I thought that was a great spring move. Tonight, yeah, he? he did. Yeah, I, thought I thought he, he did. Well, as a senior going to district finals, yeah, yeah. you know, career yeah. on the line yeah. to extend it. And now uh, I'm sure you've had plenty of time to think about regionals now <laughs> as you've got, uh, well, Brown City and KPAC. So I will go out on a limb and say you're playing Brown City. 
on Tuesday in Bad Axe. You're yeah. not going to Flint. You're not going to yeah. Saginaw. You're going to Bad Axe for the regionals. Yeah, I don't know one thing about Brown City. We haven't <laughs> played them in probably four years, so I, I don't That's know That's where anything. you're from. Well, I know, but I don't. I, I, I don't I, you I got don't. anybody there, you think, that would remember you? Tony. He texted me today. Tony, Tony texted me today. Good luck. So he does remember me. But. Uh, they're talking about Tony Burton, the longtime great coach. Oh, I go down uh, to see my mom. She said she was going to come over and say hello. She did. did she she know, did. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. Right. All right. Well, uh, can we, we have would, a re- can we just talk? <laughs> we would, well, we, we we would love to keep talking with you, yeah. but I think uh, Aaron Fernaldo is a wanted man right now yeah. by a lot of people. So congratulations. Hey, thanks, we'll see you on Tuesday. Great, great win yeah, today. Thanks, thanks, great. thanks for the coverage. Hey, yeah. bring yep. Carter over if you could. You yeah, we're looking for Carter Patrick next. All right, that was Aaron Fernald, the head coach for the. For the Cassidy Redhawks, unbelievable performance from his squad tonight as uh, we're trying to get Carter Patrick over here right now. As uh, We'll take a quick break. When you return, we'll have Carter Patrick with you on the LW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio. Uh, Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey, Mark Gainforth with their call tonight. Hunter Bone, our producer and statistician. Right now we're being joined by the man of the hour. Why do that, you got why do you got him here? Why is Carter here? I don't know. He did nothing tonight. He huh. just picked a guy off the floor here. Just... Frankly, I'm a little disappointed. Really? He averages 23.6 points per game. He only had 22 today. So, lackluster performance from our senior (laughs) of Carter Patrick, who's with us right now. Carter, first and foremost, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We've loved watching you for the last four years. You've been the leading scorer for Cass City since a freshman. We've seen your average increase all the way from the low teens all the way to 17 to 18 to now making that jump to just under a quarter of a century. Walk us through those last few minutes of that game or leading up to that big three at the buzzer? Well, it, it was getting close to getting out of hand with them going up, and luckily we got a few stops and made a couple huge buckets. We had a – Cohen had that big backdoor layup, and then he he had that big and one. And then we got a couple stops down here, and he had that back pick, and then we luckily got a, I got a shot at the end. What do you – what's in your mind when they made their run there? I mean, how would you settle everybody down? Well, I mean, we just had we just had to get one stop and come down and score, and then and we did that numerous times because Benson Harper made a couple really good shots, and we knew we had to match that to stay in the game, which we did. So you're playing defense, and there's about a minute to go, and you know they're going for the last shot. You have no fouls to give, mm-hmm. so you're relegated to well, you just better get a stop. We're mm-hmm. probably going overtime, yep. and then the steal comes. I mean, I did not think that was going to happen. <laughs> How frustrating! Yeah, frustrating, but it, it's kind of out of your hands at that mm-hmm. point. So the big steal, you go on offense. Did you expect your coach to call timeout? What did you think? I was uh, I was yelling timeout, timeout, and he said no timeout. <laughs> we run pick and roll, and then having to make a shot. So yeah, and we talked about that a little bit. A lot of times you call a timeout. What's well, they obvious. can set their defense and yeah, then, they can yeah. set their defense and. You know, I don't think you would have got the same shot. Oh, absolutely not. Right. That's a coaching experience right there. Well, that's, and a that's your experience pa- as well. Yeah, yeah, that's your patience too. Tell me the difference between winning the district last year as a junior and a senior this year. Well, we all thought we were going to play Lakers last year. That didn't happen. So I felt like it was more of like, I wouldn't say a letdown, but it feels like a bigger deal this year to us. 
because we lost to them earlier in the year and I don't know. They were talking a lot of trash the past couple of weeks, and we knew we had to come back and get them back. Oh, I love that. Do you think your experience in your an older team, a more veteran team with district um, championship, you know, Pettifor, did you – did I say that right? Sir? I don't, know, I probably, I I don't think I said that right. It, but anyway, it was all right. All right. So do you think that was a difference tonight, the experience? I think our experience, and we have – a lot of seniors, obviously, like you said, I think that helped us stay calm while they were making a run. I mean, they're all sophomores and juniors. They had one senior maybe playing, mm -hmm. and I think that helped us. I mean, senior back picked a sophomore. I mean, that was him knowing what he was going to do. So I think that helps out a lot, yes. What's the next – I mean, you've been carrying the, – the, uh, the, your production load of this team is, is a lot. 41% of the offense runs through you on average for now what? 24 games this season. That's a lot of scoring. That's a lot of run. That's a lot of mileage on those. A lot shoes. of shots. A lot of shots. <laughs> you name it. A lot of defense too. You're not just an offensive player. You're you're making big, big plays on the other side. Especially going against Benson Harper, uh, one of the the future bright spots of the, of the entire conference. Was there a little bit more motivation here tonight than uh, leading up to this? I mean, it, oh, you've yeah. got to be tired. I'm tired looking at you. I was. I'm very tired. I mean, I was gassed. I mean, I feel like I've been – I wouldn't say getting worn down, but I've gotten more tired as the season went on, and that's probably not a good thing, but I, don't, I just – I'm very tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't fall asleep on us. Oh, yeah, I won't. Yeah. Well, we're going to let you go. You've got a lot oh, of celebrating to do. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations, Thanks for all the Carter. covers this year. Oh, it's been it's been our pleasure. You've been with us for a while. So. We, we uh, have been accused of being the Cassidy Broadcast Station this year a little bit, but uh, I think tonight just kind of proves why we have. Yeah, hey, I like uh, it. Congratulations, Carter. We're, Thank we're you. so excited we'll for you. We'll see you in Bad Axe. We'll see you in Bad Axe on Tuesday. Do you know who would play? Uh, we have not heard yet, but uh, I would like to think – no offense to K-Pack whatsoever. By Brown me, City. We're I, would getting like, a, I would like to think it's Brown City. We're getting okay. a – Brown City it is? Confirm. Okay. Brown City Brown on City. Tuesday. All right. Sounds good. And then right. Millington beat – We don't know that. We, we, I will find that. Beecher wins 55-53 at a buzzer beater. Oh, wow. Oh. You've played Millington. Yep. So. That was a close game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, – Beecher makes the last shot and wins. That's wild. According well, to, uh, sets up Bulls. a fun regional. It better yeah. be. <laughs> We're if, looking if, if there's ever a team it. in time that Beecher is beatable. I, think oh, I remember going to watch all your games when I was younger. So. Don't remind me of those. Yeah. Well, they were all yeah. fun, yeah. especially yeah. you. Yeah, Hunter yeah. Bone here as well. So congratulations, Carter. We hey, can talk with you all night. Yep. We'll see you on Get Tuesday. Get your buddy over here. I will. Thank you. Yep. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll return. We'll have Cohen Sherman on the WLW Sports Network. Well, they call it March Madness for a reason. And it appears that March is coming in like a lion this year, or at least a Red Hawk. As we have the Kansas City Red Hawks victorious over the Harbor Beach Pirates, Carter Patrick gets a three at the buzzer to win 51-48. But that buzzer beater was set up by a huge steal. We've talked about Cohen Sherman being the defensive specialist all season in all of his career, and he's with us right now. Cohen Sherman, first and foremost, congratulations on the district championship. Thank you, thank you. We've we've talked to you up about being your know, defenses, your specialty. You you make other teams long nights when you're when you're on the court defending against them. What was going through your mind when Benson Harper's just dribbling and, and, and they're trying to feed it in as, as time's going down to the last 10, 12 seconds, and you see a, a sliver a sliver of light there to go for that steal. What was going through your mind at that point? 
Uh, you know, I'm, he's up at the half court line. You know, it's it's dangerous when he's up there because he's fast. He's a really good athlete. So, you know, I'm just trying to get any steal I can there because if he takes it in the paint, you know, he's, he's probably gonna make it. So, I figured, you no, know, I might as well get try to get a steal there. So, so do you like the pressure of that mano mano on their best player and you're the best defensive player? Oh, I love it. You it's love fun. It. It's so fun. And you, you know, knew, yeah, and you knew you didn't have fouls to give. No, so. I, I had three fouls, I think. So. And we had four, yeah. So I love it when coach gives me that, that chance to guard the best player every game. I love it. So the last time we were here, your matchup didn't materialize between you and Harper. Yeah. Remember? But you did such a great job. Way to, way to just kind of elbow yeah. him there. But. No, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of elbows, but anyway, um, Wednesday night against Carroll, you had a tough assignment against McGarry. Mm -hmm. And run that through how, how – you were determined to stop him. I don't know what he ended up with that night, but way below his season average. Yeah. How would you feel about that? Oh, you know, I, it's just it's, I'm a senior, you know, it's everything's got to be hard. I mean, I'm just going out there playing the best I can. I'm staying low, watching ways. You know, I got to play hard if we want to win, and coach gives me that responsibility. So, you know, I got I to gotta take it, you know. Yeah, and, and uh, another thing offensively, we're going to talk offense a little bit. You took three threes tonight, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, we've watched and not kind of even look at the basket and the arc, but I thought those three threes set up your final drive when you got in the lane and, and won. Is that uh, something you were thinking about when you were being guarded there at the end? Yeah, um, I, I, you know, you guys know I've never been much of a scorer all year, but this the, fact, the last time we played them, they basically left me wide open, so I, they, Coach basically told them to shoot it, you know, just shoot it. And, you know, after a while they come out and then I, it's a wide open lane. So, you know, it really helped tonight. Yeah, I think that's set up. Yeah, set, set up set by up your threes. Nice, yeah. Yes. So, and it, you know, a senior going in to make a basket and one. And um, you had to sustain that th third quarter run by Harbor Beach. We talked to Patrick about what are seniors thinking when a te other team's making a run and what do you guys do to get yourself settled down? Uh, in that situation, you know, I t you kind of talk to Carter. You know, we, me and him have been been in this situation before, and he just kind of got – I just kind of got to get him the ball. You know, he's done it all year long. You get him the ball, we get calmed down, get a stop, and just get back into it. Yeah, that chemistry, you can see it on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's tough, back-to-back -back districts. Mm -hmm. And as a junior, you guys – and Carter explained, it was kind of a letdown – because you didn't play Lakers in the finals. But tonight, these are the two best teams. How is that different from last year? You know, last year, it, I wouldn't say that Sandusky wouldn't, wasn't good, but, it was, you know, we were really looking forward to playing Lakers. And then this year, you know, we lost Harvey Jr. Everyone just coming to this game, you know, we have to win. Mm -hmm. It's such a revenge game. Everyone just wants to win this game so bad. So what about regionals next week? What, what are your thoughts? You're playing Brown City. Uh, it's uh, Brown City, Cass City. Uh, on the first game in Bad Axe on Tuesday, and then Beecher and either Flint New Standard or Flint National on the other side. So a very winnable regional in front of you. What's what's the goal here for the rest of the, the way out? Yeah, I think it's a very winnable region. You know, I think our defense is going to play a big role in these in this region. So, I mean, Brown City first re first uh, first matchup. I think that'll be that'll be a good one. And then uh, whoever we play that final that regional final, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Well, we're looking forward. You guys playing on Tuesday. Um, it should be a great regional. It's just exciting to watch you guys play. Thank you. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Congratulations, Cohen. We'll see you on Tuesday. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll have Al Patrick.
joining us from the Cassidy coaching staff on the WLW Sports Network. Well, if you heard about a, a large bang about 40 minutes ago in your in the Upper Thumb, Michigan, that was the sh- shot heard around the thumb with Carter Patrick hitting the three as time expired to win by three. And right now we're joined by his father, Al Patrick, JV coach for the Cassidy program for a number of years. Two boys on the team. You've seen Carter grow up on, on varsity. You never got to coach him on, on JV because, you know. Because <laughs> he always was up. He was always up, and yep. uh, here we are in the district championship. Now Carter is uh, two ch- district championships under his lore here and uh, does it in big ways. What are your general thoughts here as a proud father, coach, and just a Cassidy supporter? Well, just amazing finish. Um, that group of guys, I give them so much credit. I, I did coach that group in the fifth and sixth grade and the seventh grade. Carter advanced to the eighth grade, so I didn't coach him after the sixth grade. So you're saying you taught him everything in people. Well, I think he's yes. gone there. I think so. You know, that's his personality. I, this kind of that's Al's, Al's personality is very yeah. braggadocious. Okay. That group of guys is just spectacular. <laughs> he's going to ignore us. I'm not, guys. I I tell you, I'm so proud of them. I was just telling you off air, Colin Sherman makes the play of the game. Back tips. Uh, uh, get the steal. Carter, you know, he, he put himself in a good spot there. Coach Fernald, great. Not calling that timeout, letting the letting it play out. Uh, Carter would probably not have gotten the ball back. We may not have inbounds the ball had we called timeout. Uh, he gets it, and makes a miraculous shot. Uh, just proud of him, proud of our program, proud of Coach Fernald. Took him 18 years, 17 years to get his first district. He gets the 18th season, gets his second, back to back. We'll remember this forever. Yeah, I was going to ask you as assistant coach. Um, you know, a lot of times you're tugging on him on his shirt. A lot of times he might listen. A lot of times he might not. Did you tug him on the timeout? Or no, no, I did not. I okay. did not. I could see it. I could see it in his eyes. He's just going to let it play. Um, we just let him go with his instincts there. And and those guys have been through so many things. Um, I mean, the same thing happened with uh, uh, Nouveller in the year. We didn't call timeout. Carter makes a play, pitches it to Matt Mellendorf for the game winner. Um, so we've been in that situation. Uh, they've been – kind of hardened over the years and, uh, you know, kind of made for this moment. I, I truly believe it. So tell me from the last time you played, were you surprised, Benny? You know, we talked about Harbor Beach playing a tremendous 2-3 matchup zone the last time, and they basically played man. And we're talking to Coach Fernald about, yeah, we're preparing for a 2-3 mm-hmm. and we get a man. And I, I'm not taking anything away from Harbor Beach. They played tremendous man-to-man mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah, yeah. But – when you practice against something that you think is going to happen and it doesn't, how does that change your game time playing? Well, we would prefer people play us in man-to-man, and so we've been a pretty good man-to-man uh, defended team all year, and I just feel like we were able to adjust quick. I mean, that Carter's eyes lit up when they got out of the zone because when we came here the last time, I mean, not, I guess I'll make an excuse. We'd just beaten Millington. We'd, we hadn't prepared much for Harbor Beach, uh, and they just took it to us. We, we had not seen that matchup zone, and they did a tremendous job of stopping us altogether. Tonight, um, well, they didn't probably expect us to go 2-3 like we did. We yeah. haven't played man-to-man all year, and, and so we, we were talking all day about uh, Rocky 2. You know, Rocky's a, a career uh, lefty, and, and 
we, we you know we went back to right hand and uh, su- surprised Clever Lang. <laughs> so uh, great bad. reference, great reference, yeah, great basketball terminology yeah. there. Apollo Creed, not Clubber Lang. <laughs> I was going to say, Clubber Lang was no, Rocky III. Hey, I called him Craig earlier, so yeah, I'll yes, let you go. Yes, yes. Don't worry about well, it. Well, I know I'm not going to get my roof from you next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shop around. <laughs> you know, Coach Renault's kind of giving you a hard he's time. Ready to go. Yeah, he's ready to well, go. Well, actually, yeah. though, you can ride home with us. <laughs> I'm yeah. hosting the party, so i got to oh, get well, there. Oh, well, yeah, all right. Well, we'll let this wrap up. One last question. What does regionals look like for you now? Well, it sounds like we play Brown City. Yes. Um, I think it'll be a nice matchup. Uh, Coach Fernald's alma mater, so that'll bring a lot of interest there and intrigue and uh, good storylines for you fellas. And um, Adam Badex Gym, a gym we're familiar with and we like. Uh, and it sounded like Beecher just wanted the buzz over Millington, yeah, and they'll yep. probably get uh, Flynn Elite, sounds like. I don't know who on the other side. Um, but it's going to be uh, a nice battle, and we put ourselves in position to maybe maybe uh, win a couple games here and keep it going. Well, That'd we'll be awesome. We'll see you on Tuesday in Bannocks, and congratulations to you, yes. to your family, and to all of Calf City. Well, really appreciate you guys and all your support and uh, and your relationship with Coach Fennell. <laughs> yeah. Mark is just tremendous. Appreciate it, guys. That's uh, Al Patrick, father of – Carter Patrick, JV basketball coach and supporter of the whole Cass City community. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We are wrapping things up here. It's been a crescendo of a week, starting on Monday to Wednesday. And that crescendo turned into forte very quickly as Cassidy hits a buzzer beater by who else? Carter Patrick. As time expires, Cohen Sherman pops the steal out with about 10 seconds. Mason Nevick grabs it. They move it up. They try and get in the hands of Carter Patrick. Carter Reach did a great job of defending. Had two guys on Carter Patrick. It was contested about a foot and a half to two feet behind the arc. And Carter Patrick elevates and knocks it through the hoop as time expires and bedlam from there. Jimmy Chutwood, alive and well. <laughs> How can I talk when I laugh? You can't make me laugh. <laughs> well, you're, you're part-time help anyways. Yeah, okay. that's true. I'm glad to. <laughs> Clark Ramsey, Mark Gainforth, and Hunter Bone here wrapping things up from District 95. Uh, Mark, let, let's just get your thoughts here. We've had time to settle down. We've heard from the Kansas City coaching staff. We've heard from Carter Patrick. We've heard from Cohen Sherman. we heard from Al Patrick, Aaron Fernald. Uh, just a great night, a, a fun broadcast, and uh, you, you're you elated for Cass City at the same time. You've been through that heartbreak that Harbor Beach is feeling right now. Yeah, and you'd like to go and, and, and actually talk to the players and Coach Grubel. Uh, nothing you would change at the end of that no. game. Nothing no. you would change during the course of that game. It was such a well-played game on both sides. And, uh, you know, somebody has to lose, but we were just talking. Nobody should have lost that game. Uh, I thought Harbor Beach played extremely well. Benson Harper arguably was the best player on the floor all night. Yeah. And uh, he had the ball in his hand to win the game. And, you know, the ball bounced the wrong way at the end the right way for Cass City and that's what basketball that's what basketball at all levels is like. Mm-hmm. 
At the end of the first quarter, Cassidy was leading by five. They led by eight at halftime, 29-21. However, Reach comes back in a flurry, turns up the pressure on defense, for, forces four turnovers from Cassidy in that third quarter, outscores Cassidy 15-6 in the third, and then Cassidy comes back. They were trailing with a minute 43 remaining. It was 48-46, and then uh, Cassidy hits uh, two points with a minute 18 left, and then, of course, Carpatrick has time expired to make it 51-48. And Carter Patrick leads the way with 22 points for the Cassidy Redhawks, nine points for Cohen Sherman. Big night for him in the steal of the century. Carson Anthos with seven points to go along with his jawing inside. And six points for Matt Mellendorf, four points for Mason Nevick, and three points for Tyler Kumper. As a team, Cassidy was 10 of 16 from the free throw line for 62%. On the night, Cassidy, 7 of 35 for 48% altogether, 10 of 21 inside, 7 of 14 outside. And hot shooting in the first half, especially for Cassidy. Yeah, let's talk about Cohen Sherman. Not only we know he's a great defensive player, but his offensive totals tonight, I mean, he stepped out, made some threes, um, set up some drives from those threes. And, you know, we always talk about his, the defensive end, but he could have been the difference, the X-man, the X-factor for a Cassidy offensively. Yeah, he averages four points a game, and he had nine tonight, including a three-pointer to start the game. Then he made two of three free throws on a foul when he was shooting a three. And then he had two baskets in the fourth quarter, and that last basket was an and one. He missed the free throw. So two for four from the free throw line, that's right at his average. And then a basket inside, or two baskets inside, and a three-pointer on the outside. So big night there for Cohen Sherman. Yeah, he really stepped up tonight, and along with a lot of the other players. uh, You know, they were more involved than they were Wednesday night, um, which I thought – needed to happen because it was all on Carter's hands or on his shoulders um, on Wednesday night, and he got a little bit of help tonight. Hunter Bone, much like Mark Gainforth, Mark's been in this as a player back in the 70s, a long time ago, uh, actually. uh, But, no, you you won a a district championship 50 years ago. Yeah. In 1974. I never thought about that way. I'm not that old. No, you're not. (laughs) No, you you were Dewey Hauser of the team, apparently. And then, uh, Hunter Bone, you've been in these moments as a player as well. Uh, what were your thoughts from tonight? What an unbelievable game. I mean, like like we, like you said, you know, we were really expecting a lot of uh, fireworks out of this district. Didn't get them, um, but I think we all saw them coming tonight. And, again, like Coach Gameforth said, um, like it didn't seem like anyone deserved to lose tonight. Harbor Beach played well enough to win that game. Ultimately, two, Cass City's two seniors, their two dudes, just made two of the biggest plays of the game, obviously, and probably two of the biggest plays of their career – and that, that was really the difference in the game. Just those two guys just made two absolutely enormous plays down the game. Yeah, they win by three points, 51-48. to 48. And Harbor Beach was led by, well, no surprise here, Benson Harper with 28 points. He had nine of the first 11 points for the Pirates tonight. Uh, Skyler Cruz is the only other uh, Pirate to score in the first quarter. He had 14 at half, 21 at the end of the third, and then checked down another seven in the fourth quarter for 28, leading all scores. 11 points for Skyler Cruz, who went seven for seven from the free throw line to go along with his two made baskets. Yeah, and for a sophomore, and I know we talk about this, but Benson Harper did not take a bad shot no. all night. No, they were. He was patient offensively. He got him in a variety of ways from the arc, from the free throw line, from dribble drive, and he's just. For his class, a sophomore, he's such an impressive player. Yeah, no, and and again, like you said, he every shot he took, it, he didn't force anything. Um, it all came within the scope of the offense. He he moves the ball. He's not ball hogging. He like again, 
for a sophomore, he pl- he plays like a senior. Um, and not only does he play like a senior, but he leads like one. I mean, he misses a shot, they make a shot. He he doesn't change his face. He doesn't change his uh, his body language. I mean, he he is just wise and mature beyond his years. It looks like on the court, and I I couldn't be more impressed with him, honestly. Jack Fisher hit two threes in the third quarter for six points of the night. He's one of the few seniors on this squad. Also, Seth Nowiski, a six foot two senior, uh, started the game but not score. Dustin Emmerich had a three in the second quarter. That was all from him. So four scores for the Harbor Beach Pirates tonight, totaling 48 points. Nine for nine from the free throw line for the Pirates. So there are certainly, like you said, Harbor Beach played well enough to beat, to win this game, but it just so happens that Cassidy also played that well to win this game as well. Harbor Beach had five turnovers. That's one less than Cassidy, who had six rebounding. Well, the fact of the matter is there's only 24 rebounds in this ballgame because so many shots were going in or their contestant, they went out of pounds. Harbor Beach with 11 turn, uh, rebounds, Cassidy with 13. Yeah, the statue you're talking about, it reflects the game, yeah. um, how even it was on both sides. And, and, and it's unfortunate, again, for Harbor Beach to have to conclude their season. But they got a lot of young guys. There were four sophomores that played tonight and, and some juniors, and they'll be back. Mm-hmm, uh, I expect them probably to be the favorites, to be the best team in the thumb next year. Yeah, definitely. And uh, like you said, Clark, um, the rebounding numbers, there wasn't a huge disparity tonight. But I did notice something, especially uh, kind of in that third quarter as Harbor Beach was making their run, was uh, Carson Anthes and Tyler Cumper. Again, they didn't fill yeah. up the stat sheet tonight, but they were getting every loose ball. There were balls that they ripped out of Harbor Beach players' arms. And again, whether it led to a basket or not, those are still huge possessions that you're getting that Harbor Beach isn't. And again, this game, every possession matters, and when it comes down to the last shot, you're, you're really going to value those possessions a lot more. In other area scores, in uh, Division Four, Obley wins at home, and they are district champs 75-50. to over Deckerville tonight, thanks to Rick Laza reporting that score for us. And then our regional here, we have three of the four teams decided for Region 24, which is hosted by Bad Axe. Cass City, of course, defeats Harbor Beach 51-48. Cass City advances, and they will take on Brown City. Eddie Fury of Sandlick Broadcasting reporting Brown City wins by five points, 38-33 over KPAC. So Brown City advances district champs uh, hosted by Sandusky. Brown City defeated Sandusky 49-38 on Wednesday to set up that game. Now Brown City and Cass City will face off on the first game from Bad Axe on Tuesday. And, of course, we'll have that on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com. And then Millington and Beecher goes down to the buzzer as well. Beecher hits a buzzer beater to win by two points in Otisville-Lakeville. Beecher 55, Millington 53, Scott Bowlesby of WIDL, Carol, uh, the Carroll Radio Station, and Tuscola Advertiser does it all down there. Uh, Beecher wins 55-53 to advance, and for Beecher's, frankly, what, 20th? <laughs> 20th Street. Regional uh, appearance. Uh, regional appearance. Yeah. And uh, we do not have anything on the Flint International in Flint New Standard, which is uh, who Beecher will go up against on Tuesday in the second game. So two teams from Flint driving up to Bad X to face off, and then we'll have Brown City driving up from the depths of Santa Lake County. There's no good way to get from Brown City to Bad X. <laughs> Actually, there's no good way to get to Brown City in general. Yep. Uh, you got to go one place to get to another. You're talking um, about a guy from Harbor Beach. 
You, you just you, head east and you hit yeah. Harbor Beach. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to just make sure you're. You know, it's it's like the end of Blues Brothers. You got to have a full tank of gas and, and sunglasses on, and you'll get to Harbor Beach by sunrise, as that's why they call it the sunrise side. But uh, it's just been a, a whale of a week here in Harbor Beach. We knew this district was going to be great. We didn't quite expect to see the caliber of finish, perhaps, between Cass City and Harbor Beach, and uh, unbelievable performance from both squads. And highlighted by Cohen Sherman getting the steal, Carter Patrick hitting the three as time expired, and here we are on to regionals. Yeah, and as great as this game is, I, if I'm a Cassidy fan, coach, or player, I'm truly excited to get into the regional. They have a great draw, Yeah, and, you know, on paper it looks like that championship game, if they, you know, beat Brown City – is a winnable game. Now, we'll find out more on Tuesday. Uh, Beecher just being there yeah. and their tradition doesn't make it easy. No. Even a, a, a down Beecher team is still Flint Beecher. They have the pedigree. They have especially the pedigree. That's the and word That's the word you were looking for yeah. earlier, yes. We, we, yeah, we, we finally <laughs> came to that conclusion. Only took four thesauruses to find it, but we got there. And uh, – Beecher is always going to be Beecher. They're always going to. They have a a, a coach who played Division One NCAA basketball, went made it to the Final Four. You know, he's he's been there, Marquise Gray, and uh, a Beecher grad himself. So he understands the importance to that to that team, to that school, to that school district, to that community in Flint. And uh, you're not from Flint; you're from Beecher when you go when you're a Buccaneer. And so it's uh it's it, I love interacting with Flint Beecher. And They're actually, a great school. yeah, Coach Bone. Uh, text me earlier and you know we're we're unfamiliar a little bit about new standard and we know a little bit about flint international but they have been very competitive against flint hammony and beecher Mm -hmm. they've played before so don't expect that to be a it's gonna be a tough game for both of those teams to get to the finals final thoughts here from district 95 hunter bone let's go first again um one of the best games I've ever watched. Like, let alone calling it, that was a phenomenal high school basketball game. I mean, they they played as hard as they possibly could. Guys left it all out on the floor, and and as a fan, you don't you don't want to see anything more than that. But um, we were we were treated to you know, other than two teams playing really hard and playing well, we were treated to an amazing finish and two great performances. So it, it, it was a phenomenal game. I had so much fun watching it. Well, it's a pleasure to have you with us, and hopefully we'll see you next week in, in Baddocks as well. Are you hi- or Did we hire him yet? Well, you hired him for well, me. But, okay. I would, uh, I'm going to hire him again. Well, it's – right, okay. If he, yeah, I, absolutely. First and foremost, he's he's uh, he's our backup to the backup, as it is. Uh, but he filled in a few years ago for us and, of course, taking care of the shot chart tonight. Harbor Reach finished 58% for 17 for 29, 12 of 20 out inside, 5 of 9 outside. So, great shooting for most squads, and Mark Gainforth, your final thoughts. Yeah, and they made all their free throws, yeah, right? Yeah, nine for nine. And you lose. You lose. That's you did everything right. Yeah, that's, that's... Less turnovers. Yeah. Rebounding was even. High that, percentages. That just hurts. That hurts. It, actually, that's what I want to talk about. It's great to win, move on. Um, it's been really difficult for quite a while for the Harbor Beach staff, for their fans, for the players. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, it's, that's a hard one to take. As an alumni, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I, I've disconnected myself from any fan base to the point where I was standing up and pulled a Tom Meyer there, uh, swinging my arms at, with the call there. But just because it was great basketball to see, and that's, that's what I'm always hoping for. And uh, just a huge elation and congratulations go out to the Cassidy Redhawks and, 
and your heart goes out to anyone from Harbor Beach as this game was back and forth. Both teams nearly led by double digits in this game. And uh, when it came down to it, Cassidy gets the, the last laugh. Yeah, and I want to credit you for this because you've done a thousand games of this. And for you to stand, <laughs> honest to God, and, and jump up and down and he's shaking, I'm just thinking this means a lot to you. It, it means does. Th- this whole program, this whole bro- broadcast um, is because of you, but your emotion and your passion for it. Well, you just showed it tonight. Yeah, and thank you for taking well, us along with it. Well, yeah. it's good yeah. to have you guys. I was. Well, I mean, we're laughing really behind your back. Well, I, was, okay. you I could, was yelling. You couldn't hear anything jumping. anyway. Yeah, Hunter was yelling louder than I was, but he was muted. <laughs> yeah, I would have ruined the call if I wasn't muted. <laughs> oh, it's ruined already. Don't worry. You. Uh, it reminded me, based on our replay we have here in our, on, on our set here, it reminds me in 2012 when Harbor Beach beat Muskegon Catholic Central in the semifinals in football is just just inaudibleness for right. about 30 seconds. <laughs> yep. And that's kind of along the, the caliber here. Hopefully our, awesome. our true recording has a, a little bit better, but it's, it's not going to be the best. But uh, it, was, it just shows the, the passion in the gym here tonight. As It was uh, great to have you guys along, and we'll have you back. Uh, Steve Bone is gone until quarterfinals. And uh, normally I would say, well, we'll see you next year, but I, I think there's a, a true shot here for Cass City now to win the regional and move on to quarterfinals in St. Clair County Community College. Yeah, we're expecting a competitive game, you know, regional games. Absolutely. There's no clear-cut favorite in this mm-hmm. one. Yep, yeah. and, and I think, again, Cass City, what did they – I don't know what they finished the season ranked in the state, but I, I think they right, have that confidence that we can compete at this state level. So And they played them last year. Yep, yep, yep. good point. And one final uh, business item to take care of, our Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. We sound very smart right now. So, Hunter Bones well, took Harbor Beach. Too, what a Mike. loser. Yeah. Oh, he you said too. Harbor Beach by four. Hey, my dad texted me. He took Harbor Beach as well, so I'm not the only okay, well, loser. Okay, well, that means there's two losers. Exactly. Runs but I'm, in the family. At least I got a partner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark Gainforth took Cass City to win by three points, 46 to 43. So, by the rules, you win tonight since you hit the, the differential on the money. I took Cass City winning by one point, 51 to 15. It was 51 to 48. Dan Banky, my spotter, still sends me predictions, and uh, he took. He said it was going to be 51-48 was the final, but he took Harbor Beach. Oh, so gotcha. he had just flipped that around, and uh, he's the best spotter in the business for a reason. And uh, it'd be interesting to see him in, with his binoculars here in a basketball court. But that might uh, <laughs> up close and personal, you know, seeing uh, the sweat drop off the chin there. But uh, can't thank you guys enough, and thank you to all of our listeners tonight. As uh, hopefully your eardrums are still intact there from the the end of that game is unbelievable finish. Yeah. Top, I wouldn't say top. I mean, this is my 13th district. I've, well, excuse me, 12th district final because of COVID. We didn't get to do that one. But 13th postseason, this was up there, in my opinion, with that uh, defeat of USA over Flint Beecher, as I call them, the miracle on, on, on ice, uh, my version, uh, in Burton Atherton back in 20. 20- 18. Yep, and that and that was actually that was the regional too. Reach, so regional in terms final, of yeah. district finals, this district one might final. Be up this there. was this one's up there. The, yep. the USA uh, Bad Axe game in 2016 is certainly in the overtime winner there for Aaron Signs, Hunter Bone, Isaiah Williamson, you name it, on uh, that squad. But this game, uh, instant classic as Cassidy wins 51 48. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight's game broadcast was being brought to you by Thumb Sailor. The Talk of the Thumb, DS Services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Harbor Beach Community Hospital, McKenzie Jewelers, Rusky Sign and Building Repair, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, Harbor Beach True Value, Bayport State Bank, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure?
Well, one thing for sure, for certain tonight, it was a wild, wild, wild game and an even wilder finish. Cassidy wins at the buzzer with a Carter Patrick three to win by three points, 51 to 48 to keep their season alive and now advance to the regional semifinals on Tuesday. The game tips off at 5.30 p.m. and we will have coverage beginning right around 4.45, but that will be confirmed on Sports Radio 1021 as we don't have a hard drive at all. We're in Bad Axe for regionals next week. Semifinals on Tuesday, final on Thursday. Thank you for listening tonight. On behalf of Hunter Bone, Mark Gainforth, I'm Clark Ramsey. Good night. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network. <laughs>